This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it is all included with your Squarespace website. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code BANGBANG to get 10% off your first purchase. You've heard of Asimov's three laws of robotics, but I bet you never heard his fourth law, which was mostly just how to clean their robotic sex holes. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Bernard Shakey, another catchphrase superstar. Thank you so much. And uh, I picked that because of Asimov. Right. And uh, welcome to Comedy Bang Bang for uh, the third of our best ofs, third of four. And if you were listening to, by the way, I'm Scott Ackerman, your host. And uh, if you were listening. By the way. By the way, uh, very important to say. (laughs) If you were listening to our previous installment, speaking of Asimov, we sang our wonderful Christmas hit, which took over the nation called Please Don't Joke About iRobot This Christmas. (laughs) That's right. I hope that you sang it with your family around the hearth. And listen, it's not just for Christmas celebrators. Nope. It can also be Hanukkah. Because it's talking, yeah, well, that's true. But also, it's not just for Christmas Day because it's saying this Christmas, don't do that, which can be any time of year from December 26th on. That's right. A year-round classic. It can go from December 26th to December 25th. But no one sing then it on December twenty fifth. Do not sing it on December twenty fifth <laughs> because it's Christmas already. You doidoys. You I'm the Scat Man. Remember that guy? <laughs> no, who's that? <laughs> this guy called himself the Scat Man, and okay. he had a song. And it's not Scat Man Crothers. It's not Scat Man. How dare he? Scat Man Crothers was just a Scat Man. <laughs> he wasn't. The he he scat made man. the mistake of not calling himself. He's one of the scat several man. Scat Men. Uh, yeah, the Scat Man was a guy who had this weird novelty hit where he scatted like crazy. Okay. And uh, the backstory- And that wasn't sustainable for a long music <laughs> career? Well, the backstory on that guy was that he was a lifelong stutterer and uh, worked to uh, cure himself of his stutter or manage his stutter. Well, scatting so, is the stutter of music. Is that- Do you really feel that way? I really do feel that way. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry if it's just the way I was raised. You tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. You say what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. And you say what everyone else is thinking. Uh-huh. And in this <laughs> PC culture- it's kind of refreshing, isn't it? PC culture is the biggest threat to America today. Yep. What about Russia? Uh, I mean, that's up there. <laughs> but honestly, honestly, those red cups at yeah. Starbucks that don't oh. say Christmas on them. Usually I like a red cup. Right? You know, at, a, at a, some sort of like keg party. A red solo cup. Yeah, you know what I mean? Put, yeah. my, put my lean in it. That's a great thing in country songs is modern country songs just name checking things. Things, yeah. <laughs> we all, these are things that yeah, exist. Exactly. Kitchens. Things we like. I like this, I like that, I like the other thing too. Here's some country people from long ago that I talk about. Yep. Yeah. Hint. Uh, 
by the way, Paul F. Tompkins is here. Hello, Hi, Paul. I'm me. I am me and I am him. I like me. My my Do wife you, likes me. You you both like you. <laughs> That's from Plain Straits Automobiles. Oh, is it? <laughs> Very sad scene with John Candy. Oh, yeah. Rest in power. He, rest in power. He's pretending his wife's still alive, right? What about rest in poutine for Canadian people? <laughs> hey, I like it. Rest in Putin. Rest in Putin. Putin. <laughs> Putin. Wouldn't be Putin. George W. Bush would say Wouldn't be Putin. Wouldn't be. Nagada. 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 That was the thing that came up a lot on tour with me, you, and Lauren was we kept doing Danny Carvey's George Bush. Why? I don't remember that. I don't know why. We were? Nagada. Yeah, it was It was a thing that would come up periodically. It wouldn't linger. Nagada. But it's Nagada. It was like not like the Cranberries. Uh, the, well, that was they, they had, had to. to. They had to literally. It was compulsory. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an Irish thing. It's yeah. in their culture. Nagada, um, Nagada, Nagada. So, uh, Paul, yeah. we are. It, it's Monday. Uh, we just had Christmas, uh, and of course, Hanukkah. Uh, so still ha- going still, strong. Still going strong. We're in the throes of Hanukkah. <laughs> we were in the throes of Augie Doggy for a while, and now it's in the throne throes of uh, Honey Doggy. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying your honey doggy. <laughs> yes, I love kosher honey doggies. Kosher honey doggies. Oh, every year at this time. Kosher honey doggies. You gotta be tearing me down. <laughs> what uh, you know. did I do, Veronica? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I of course lit the candles. Mm-hmm. I said the prayers. Yep. Uh, I what opened your socks and underwear. Oh, okay. What are my prayers for Hanukkah? Yeah. I hope that things continue to go in a good way for the Jewish people. That's right. And what way is that? Up, 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 baby. <laughs> hey. All the way to the top. Yep. Through the roof. Chosen people. <laughs> Jews through the stratosphere. <laughs> Jews through the stratosphere. I like it. <laughs> Jews through the stratosphere. <laughs> Next year in Israel, Jews through the stratosphere. <laughs> Two great slogans. It's, it's the natural. I feel like Jews through the stratosphere is the completion of the phrase. <laughs> yep. Next year in Israel, <laughs> Jews through the stratosphere. <laughs> Jews through the stratosphere. <laughs> What uh, what uh, New Year's Eve coming up? Obviously, what are you doing uh, New Year's Eve? Uh, maybe it's much too early in the game, but <laughs> I don't know. I thought I'd ask you just the same. What are you doing New Year's Eve? I turn right back around. On yeah, me. I I don't like to let anyone know my location. Oh, you're very secretive. Uh, I am not going to be in this country. I'll tell you that much. Are you worried about uh, murderers? I am. Yeah, I'm mainly worried about manslaughterers. That's why I'm taking <laughs> along my friend Jessica Fletcher. I forgot about manslaughter. Well, it was eight million years ago that we talked about <laughs> really? it. Really? Oh my god! <laughs> Remember when we also taped the Christmas episode right. this morning? Scott and I have spent a calendar day together. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. manslaughter! She wrote manslaughter. She wrote good stuff. Hey, I got to talk about it because mm. it's a Christmas tradition. You gotta come on, man. And we we flirted with it mm. a couple episodes. Ooh, ago. La la. Mr. Microphone. Yes. <laughs> the year. The year 1985. Was 1978. 1978? I looked it up. Let me let me be on. Okay. Look it up, Scotty. I looked it up, Scotty. <laughs> can I can I uh, fill people in on what we're talking about? For yeah. the past couple of best ofs, we have strangely <laughs> hit upon by mere coincidence, we talked about the Mr. Microphone commercial from the 70s and 80s on Two separate occasions for some reason. Mm-hmm. And to me, 
I, I have to say one thing that I am very disappointed with uh, in the holidays now that was one of my favorite cherished traditions mm. is I would watch the holiday episode of David Letterman and I and I would look forward to three things. Mm-hmm. I would look forward to uh, Jay Thomas coming out and telling the Lone Ranger story. That's right. I would look forward to him trying to th- – uh, hit the pizza and meatballs off a Christmas tree with a uh, football, football. Mm-hmm. and Darlene Love singing White Christmas. That's right. No. Those are Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Oh, that's right. So sorry. Um, those are the, and I would always love to see whatever art direction they did. I remember one year, uh, the person playing saxophone on the saxophone uh, solo, a big giant throne turned around and he was sitting in it and he got up and danced around. I would, I, these mm-hmm. are the things that I enjoy. Uh, when, when I realized we had somehow inadvertently hit upon our own Christmas tradition by merely by chance talking about the Mr. Microphone commercial on two consecutive <laughs> best of episodes, I realized we had to keep it going and I realized we had to, and this, and here's what it stems from. Uh, there is a phrase in these commercials, Paul, maybe you want to say exactly what it is. The phrase is, <clears throat> hey, good looking, we'll be back to pick you up later. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll, sometimes we'll. Mm. Uh, and I'll tell you why I know that. Um, in previous years, and this comes up, we'll say, hey, good looking, I'll be back to pick you up later. Or, mm-hmm. Hey, good looking, we'll be back to pick you up later. And that just came up two different years. And then we broke down the commercial <laughs> and our problems <laughs> with it. Yeah. Now, I have not seen this commercial in 30 years, mm-hmm. it has just been seared into my brain. Me too. And my my issue with the Mr. Microphone product is this. I would watch the commercial, and this is what I would imagine, is that I would be in a situation where I would buy a Mr. Microphone, I would find some good-looking women walking down the street listening to their radios, yeah. and I would turn on my microphone and take over their radio. That's right. And out of their radio, it would they would hear my voice, and I would say, hey. your, your message. <laughs> my message. And I'd be on message <laughs> and on brand by saying, hey, good looking. I'll be back to pick you up later. Sure. And I was very disappointed when I got a Mr. Microphone mm-hmm. that it only broadcast. It does not broadcast to random radio signals. That would be insane. Yeah. If you could usurp anyone's radio at any time. It's not Mr. Pirate Microphone. <laughs> no. It's not some sort of Christian Slater pump up the volume situation with pirate radio. No, one had to turn their radio to a specific frequency on the radio dial. Normally very, very low, some like 86.9, something that no one would be listening to. Because there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And that's why they pick it. It is attuned to that frequency. Instead, pick 102.7 or something like that. Something, you know, Kiss FM, something everyone is listening to. But no, they pick it very low on the frequency. So it only works if you turn your own radio onto this and it will be broadcast on this. And this this was my issue. I had been watching this commercial for years and years. And I had- Because they did use the same commercial for a very long time. For a very long time. And I had imagined in my mind a situation where- I would be throwing my voice like a ventriloquist, a Mr. Microphone ventriloquist, into other people's radios. Or like a terrifying big brother (laughs) who controlled all methods of communication. (laughs) Sure, certainly. (laughs) One of those. (laughs) Yes. Now, I've talked about my disappointment with the product. 
two years in a row. And it came to my attention through sharp-eared listeners mm. that the com- bats <laughs> that the commercial does not imply that you would be throwing your voice into another radio. Yeah. It implies that you would have your own radio and turn it up so loudly that when you said, hey, good looking, I'll be back to pick you up later. And Steph Curry for What are you doing? Cody, this is the literally 10th time you have interrupted our show by watching something on the computer while you are supposed it's, to be recording the it's, show. It's sort of astonishing that you still have a job here. I, you're one of our oldest employees. And I love you. This is your most reliable trait, by the way. This is something that you do. I cannot fathom it. I cannot fathom. I'm right in the middle of one of our cherished Christmas traditions. Cody, people look forward to this all year long. All year long. And here I am in the middle of it. People have just gotten their families gathered around. Around the laptop. I'm about to... Make a mea culpa apology. This and this has been a long time coming. Oh, three years in the making. Yes. And now I have to hear about Steph Curry. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? I'm so sorry. Thank you. That's. I mean, that's a start. That's a start. <laughs> and it may be, quite honestly, a finish. We'll see. Mm. In 2017. Mm. <laughs> I do not have the power to fire you. <laughs> Full disclosure, <laughs> no one in the room has power fire code. That would explain a great deal. <laughs> but look, it one can only control one's own radio, and one hopes that one has a loud enough radio. As scripture tells us. <laughs> that one can turn it up loud enough to broadcast one's own voice to a good-looking woman mm-hmm. as one passes by one. And that would be so distracting to them that they would look up. <laughs> so distracting. <laughs> One would think that they would have their own radios that they're listening to and not hear something like this. Although when you are listening to the radio, one should be attuned to the noises around them, especially if there are cars about. Yeah, if you're walking around carrying a radio <laughs> and holding it right up to your ear. Sure. As, you, as pop culture in as the 80s and, in 70s, the 80s and 70s, 70s showed us. showed us. A lot of people would do this. A lot of people would do this. You right must, up to the ear. It's your responsibility to be alert and aware of your surroundings. With one ear. With one ear. for car sounds. So- and even if you're indoors, look, there are a lot of news stories every year about cars crashing into mini-marts, yeah. houses. Yeah. I saw straight out of Compton, those guys- very first scene, boom, boom, right in the living room. So, now, can you imagine you're in your living room, you're listening to your radio, you're not paying attention because you think, oh, I'm in my house. I'm in my house. Of course, a car is not going to come crashing. That's when you have to pay attention the most, <laughs> most, because that's when you least expect it. One year, always for car, always sounds. for car sounds. Bless, so then what, you're going to let yourself be manslaughtered? And then Jessica Fletcher has to come in on her goddamn bike? <laughs> Vehicular manslaughter, she wrote. Oh. oh, not this Christmas. So look, so what happened so here was- here comes the big moment everyone's been waiting for. I, I got this news. I heard, hey, you're wrong about this commercial, which is seared into your brain. Mm-hmm. My brain, specifically. I've watched my this- My brain. I've watched, so many times I've watched this commercial, and that was my impression of the Mr. Microphone. Mm-hmm. I've come to realize that, no. Uh, when you watch the commercial, I pulled up the actual commercial- and I think this cannot be the version that I watched so many times. Here's the version that I remember that's okay. seared into my brain. Okay. Is there is 
a young lady walking down the street. There are three guys in a convertible. They have a Mr. Microphone. The one guy says, through via his car radio, right. hey, good looking, we'll be back to pick you up later. Okay. Now, see, that is the version in my brain, too. But the only one, the original, that is online. There are two commercials that I found online. The only one that features a car of gentlemen <laughs> saying that, they never show the women. They never show the women. You just see these three assholes? You just see these going, three assholes. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. Yes. And I thought to myself, can that be possible that we are remembering women, beautiful women walking down the street and then this and then them being a reaction? But maybe. Here's what's very, I think, a, a comfort. Mm -hmm. How progressive that commercial was back then. <laughs> to not show. Not show the gender. <laughs> the gender. They didn't show the gender of the person. Oh, that that's was true. the good-looking one. <laughs> Maybe you're right. It could be a man. Could, could be a be, woman. That's true. That is that is a great. So great it point. allowed you to put yourself in, if I may, the driver's seat. Right. What if you were that man with the Mister Microphone? Who would who who's who, the good-looking person you're seeing? Who you know these days? It's anything. Is it a table? You know, it's like who well, knows what people are in love with these days? I don't know. I don't think they anyway. were yelling at a table. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe he's going antiquing. <laughs> And he's like, hey, good looking. I'll be back to pick you up later. Like people have put their stuff by the yeah, side. Yeah, it's a garage sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, there, I, I think there has to be a, a later version of this commercial where you see the women. I think, because here, and I've talked, I can see it in my mind very clearly. I can too. But here's, yeah. here's another thing that I found out about this year. Uh, that the, there is a theory. I have always said, ever since I was a young man, the Berenstein Bears. Yes. Oh, I, yes. I've, We've talked about this a little. And I talked about this on my show with- You have. With someone else. We may yes. have talked about it on tour and that, or maybe we did not talk about it. I don't tour. remember talking about this with you. Okay. I've read this, but okay. So I've said the Berenstein Bears forever mm -hmm. growing up. I was shocked to find that it is the Bernstein Bears. Oh, see, I thought it was the Berenstein Bears. Uh, oh, the mummy. <laughs> hold on. Let's look it up. Look it up, Scotty. Look it up. It is the Baron Stain Bears. Oh. But Why does that sound familiar? But, okay, it's the Baron Stain Bears, but I th have always thought it was the Baron Stein Sure, Bears. because that's a name that you've maybe is closer to a name you've heard before. Yeah. Now, there's a theory online. Who ends their name in Stain? It's crazy. There are so many people, apparently, who think it is the Baron Stein Bears, yes. spelled S-T-E-I-N, mm -hmm. not A-I-N, which is what it is. <clears throat> there are so many people that <clears throat> think it is the Baron Stein Bears that they believe time travelers have co gone back in time and changed it to Berenstain Bears. Why? And we Why all still retain our memories. Why would they do that? I don't know. But that is what I think may be happening here with the Mr. Microphone. Until I and, and some of you people out there may be able to to send us a later version of this commercial. I'll talk about the later version that I did find in a minute. But the version that I saw from 1978 is so old and shitty that it can't be the version that we saw so many times as a kid. Can it? Why? It's, Why can't it be? It starts off, it looks It looks so bad. Mm -hmm. It starts off with two just dopes going, hey, what do you got there? Oh, well, Mr. Microphone. Oh, I heard of that. It's so bad. Here's all I remember mm -hmm. is I, the, the guys in the car and the ladies who right. apparently did not exist. Right. And 
the guy with his radio on his shoulder who is walking down the street singing Jingle Bells. This I don't know about Jingle Bells. There's a guy, there is a an African-American gentleman sure. who's no. like dancing with his ghetto blaster next to his ear and singing into a microphone at one point. Yes. I think this, I see, I think there must be a version from 1983 or so that upgraded all of these scenes that we're just not seeing. Anyway, this is a mystery for next year's best ofs. Hopefully some people will do a little research. Now, I was like, this can't be the commercial that I've seen. So I did a little research and I found a, a uh, version from 1981 or two. Mm-hmm which upgrades the look of the commercial considerably. It looks like a professional commercial again. But the hey, good good looking, I'll be back to pick you up later, is said by a child on a bike. Now, I think then that's a reference to the original iconic commercial. And they were having some fun with it. They're having some fun where they were saying like, oh, even kids can be. Even kids want to fuck. (laughs) And that's what we want to say this Christmas. Even kids want to fuck. So let them. Let them, moms. Let kids fuck each other. What if kids just, what if it was like one year on January 1st, 2017. Every elementary school. This is a purge scenario? Yeah, this is a purge. It's not even a purge scenario, but it's like <laughs> on January 1st, everyone said, look, we know it's New Year's Day. Get your kids in school. <laughs> I know they traditionally have it off on January 1st. Right. Get everyone come to the school because we have something important to say. <laughs> and every single principal of every single elementary school said, guys, it's no longer, we're not going to look down on you guys anymore. In fact, we encourage you, all of you kids fuck each other. <laughs> All the time. All of you small children, <laughs> you are free to be sexually You're active. Free. Do whatever you want. We're not, there are no rules anymore. It, but look, the only rule is it's got to be consensual. It's got to be consensual, of course. <laughs> and have fun. And have fun. <laughs> what do you think would happen? What do I think? What and, and how would they all like, coordinate Like, would the parents this? all go along with it? Yeah, like, they all. Well, if all the schools got together and said, <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, oh, the other weird part about this. Anyway, (laughs) yeah. The other strange part about this second Mr. Microphone commercial is there is a section where uh, it is a group of uh, Hispanic people Mm. sitting around, and it says, Senor Microfono es numero uno. (laughs) What? Very weird. And do they are they then singing a song in Spanish? They're not. They're like going yay into their own, or they're going. I don't know. I don't they're know just cheering for the Mr. Microphone. Yeah, for the Mr. Microphone. And then there's another scene mm-hmm. where a 12 year old girl is at her birthday party and she has a stack of presents and she's opened ten of them and nine are Mr. Microphones and she opens <laughs> another one and goes another Mr. Microphone yay and everyone cheers. <laughs> That's that. I think at that point, the makers of Mr. Microphone were being <laughs> they're stretching uh, the truth uh, a wee on. little bit. Come on, guys, a wee little bit. Come on, guys. Wow. <laughs> anything now? Do you have anything to add to the Mr. Microphone mythos? I, I, I was obsessed with it as a child, never had sure. one, never had one. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if I ever saw one in person. I don't think I had, by the way, the actual legit Ronco Mr. Microphone. I believe I had – my sister, I believe, got a Barbie version. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, boy, one of these that I have coveted for so long so I could tell women everywhere that I was going to pick them up later. <laughs> so that you'll never know. 
the powers of the real Mr. Microphone. I, d- I don't know what radius it would broadcast to. There's so much is probably unsafe. miles. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I assume. I mean, I'd love to wonder, having never experienced I mean, it. There, yeah, that's true. I, d- I want to look up those commercials because I I have not I also have not seen them in thirty years. You'd so be I, shocked at how bad the original one is. <laughs> it is so shoddily made. There has to be a version from later on in the mid eighties that we watched. I don't know. There has to be. I pray. I pray there was. This is my prayer. <laughs> All right. Well, we did it. We talked about it for another there year. There we go. The tradition has been fulfilled. Yep. It's time to get to our countdown. Light another candle. If you're <laughs> if you're listening, this is, of course, our third episode of our Best of Countdown. We've been counting down the top 15 Comedy Bang Bang episodes of the year. And we in our last episode, we cracked the top 10. On this episode, we'll be hearing from episodes <laughs> 7 through 4. 7 through 4. And Sounds additionally... Good. This year, we have been counting down the top four live episodes of the year because we went on this multi-country tour to uh, the Canada, as Lisa says, and, right. <laughs> and uh, Australia and the UK uh, and, of course, the U.S. We of did, course the U.S. Uh, Don't forget the Motor City. Hey, what about uh, New Orleans? All we need is music. We love it. <laughs> Century Boulevard? <laughs> we love it. Look at that bum over there. He's down on his knees. <laughs> we love it. Um, we went to, uh, we did 40 dates this year. So we did so many of those that we decided to count down the top four live episodes. So we'll be hearing our number two live episode this time. So that's Mm. exciting. Are you ready to get into the countdown? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Let's hear. This is episode number seven. Number seven. All right, this is episode number seven. And, um, we've been talking over the past couple of, episodes here that uh, the early episodes don't get a lot of love. Uh, we we do the countdown from Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving. And it's understandable. And it's the way of life. It's people, the way of life. Lion people like the more recent things that they've heard because they're more fresh in their mind and they forget about how good the older episodes are. You know what, are. Scott? This makes me sick because people <laughs> <laughs> this disposable culture where it's like, no, no, no. no now, I want it now, now, now. I want it now. A violent crumble. Instant gratification. Make me come. Make me come. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about, Paul. I feel like that took a sharp turn. (laughs) But weirdly, this uh, particular countdown, a lot of the early episodes are represented. It's almost like people have been keeping track of those early episodes saying, I got to remember to vote for them. They took your admonishments to heart. Now, this is all you want out of entertainment, is that the people that provide the entertainment- when I scold someone- scold you and it sticks. (laughs) So this is episode 390 from December 7th of last year. Whoa. That's right. Amazing. That is – this is the earliest one, right? This on so far is the earliest To make it to the countdown. To make it to – I mean, that that's right after Thanksgiving, which was Fudge. the countdown. And I do have to say this is the earliest episode. So um, – All right. So – November 30th, fans? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Gilly. Um, this is an episode called The Oh Hello Show. <laughs> Now, What's this one all about? <laughs> what do you think it might be about? Um, probably Jason Manzoukas up to his usual tricks. No, it's not Andy Jason Manzoukas. It, uh, it is our good friend, huh? Eugene Merman from uh-huh. New York. Oh, sure. Eugene Merman, every once in a while, he'll come out maybe once a year and he'll uh, do an episode with us. And mm-hmm. he came out uh, this year in December and did uh, one episode with us. Eugene is fun and he's funny. I like being around him. I like it. I like everything about it. I like you. I like you a lot. I I love you. 
I love, I love you. <laughs> so it's Eugene Merman, and it's also Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. Oh, Ooh. hello. Oh, hello. At the time, they were uh, just about, at the time of the recording, I believe they were just about to go out to New York to do the Oh, Hello show off-Broadway. Yeah, and everyone told them, don't do that. Don't do that. That'll never what are you amount to anything. About? Yeah. And instead, it amounted to everything. Yeah. Because they are currently in the middle of a sold-out Broadway run, which yeah. is acclaimed and has been extended. And here's me. I'm wearing a barrel with suspenders. <laughs> is your name JC Penny? Sure it is. <laughs> Do you know that old joke? No. Uh, guy or a kid, probably. I don't know. I heard it when I was a kid, so maybe I'm imagining it was a, a guy kid. or a kid. Uh, walking down the street, see someone with a great uh, shirt on, says, where'd you get that shirt? And the person says, oh, JC Penny. And then walks down the street, sees a guy with a great pair of pants, goes, ooh, I love those pants. Where'd you get them? He goes, J.C. Penney. Uh, walking down the street, sees a guy with uh, a pair of shoes. Hey, where'd you get those shoes? J.C. Penney. Sees a guy walking down the street. He's got a barrel with suspenders. What's going on with you? He goes, my name's J.C. Penney. People have stolen his clothes. People have stolen his clothes, you see. One item at a time. Mm-hmm. I submitted They've that. They've remained in the area. Would it surprise you, Paul, <laughs> to learn that I submitted that joke to Reader's Digest, laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> As a child. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I remember doing shit like that when I was a kid and how important it was. <laughs> yes. And I would scour yes! Reader's Digest every year. To see your name in print in oh a magazine? Oh, my God. How amazing would that? And now our names are in print in magazine. And we throw them away. And we're Ugh. like, oh, God, another it fucking magazine. It disgusts me. I, I need more room in my apartment for cat skeletons. <laughs> so, <laughs> laughter is the best medicine. Humor in uniform. That's I, right. I can't remember what the other ones were. There was a, yeah, there were a there number of them. There were a few. And th- that yeah. was all I would read Reader's Digest for would be those five pages of jokes that they would have. Anyway. Uh, what was like, uh, what was it like? Abortion doctor? <laughs> abortion doctor? That was not a section was, in Reader's Digest. It was jokes that were overheard at an abortion doctor. No, no, oh, no, no. They, they were medical they jokes, were, though, Yeah, they were medical jokes. They weren't about abortions. But they were overheard they at abortion happened. clinics? It was very specifically overheard at an abortion uh, okay, clinic. Okay, I don't know that you're remembering this right. <laughs> I remember they were funny jokes. <laughs> but, uh, all right, let's listen to this. This was uh, uh, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, of course, playing their characters, George and Gill. Very popular now. They're on Broadway, and uh, which is no surprise that they've been well represented on the countdown here. Um, and we're going to hear a little bit of Gil and George talking about uh, what they've been up to back last December. This is your episode seven. Number seven. When we walk in a room, no matter what we think it is, you go. You say yes. You say yes. Sit down. What are some of the situations you've walked into rooms and it's not been what you expected? Oh, oh boy. boy. Well, we th- we w- we thought we were. On Wheel of Fortune once. Mm-hmm. What did it turn out to be? We, it was a support group. For parents, for, for who, had parents who had lost kids, kids to drug and drug alcohol. And alcohol. Oh, yeah. wow. We thought it was a taping of Wheel of Fortune. Okay, and how long did you think it was still a taping of Wheel of Fortune? Well, a half hour. Wheel of Fortune's a half hour. <laughs> we, so when it, it, it hit 31 minutes and you said, wait a minute, this can't be Wheel of Fortune. No, well, this this poor woman who is just bereft is not... She hasn't touched a single thing and turned over a letter. I turned to Gil famously and I said, I don't think that's Vanna White at all. (laughs) That was famous. (laughs) Yes. But, you know, but we have had had our run on TV as well. You know, we had a game show that was 
stupendous. What game you show? You know what? You had a you game show? You know what? That's no, what I, it's don't, I don't. I don't. No, oh, that's, oh, what, that's it what it was called. called. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? So Gil was the host, and okay. contestants would come on. This is back when you could smoke on TV. Oh, and yeah. They a great would, era. They would try to guess what I knew. Okay. Yeah, and so they, I, let's say I'm the host. I go, oh, hello, Jordan Shark, Gil Faisan, and welcome to You Know What. And uh, the contestant today is Scott Sorcerman. Oh, I'm the contestant. Oh, great. Okay, great. I get you to play. To, you, you went through the whole vetting process. <laughs> <laughs> I did? Yeah. I guess I was unaware of that. Pre, pre-production meeting with a producer. Oh, they went okay. over you waited, you waited online on Fifax for I an hour. And I'm yeah, in costume, too. You're wearing a cow costume? <laughs> yeah. You know? And that's not even part of this, I Don't found out. Don't hi-hat us in. when you're the loser <laughs> that wanted to be on You Know What. <laughs> I apologize. All right. So here okay. we go. How do, hello. All uh, right. Thank so you for having me. Scott? Gil, thank you so much for having me. Th- such much where you hail from? I I'm from uh, uh, California. California, New Mexico, baby. All right, okay. Our first. Uh, so, Scott, your first guess, and so, uh, guess what George S- here is thinking? S- Scott, yes, I know something. Do you know what it is? You know what? Gil, can I can I ask you one question about the game? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, am I just supposed to guess anything he knows or that's what he's right, what Scott. he's thinking right now? What that's the that's the game. If you win and if you win, uh-huh. you will get a nineteen eighty two Chrysler New Yorker. In eighty two. When when was this game show on? Nineteen eighty one. Oh wow, so it was a future car. Next year's model baby. Okay, great. I mean, we were playing with Koch money at that point. Mm, okay. So I'm supposed to guess something you know. I know something, Scott, mm-hmm. but do you know what? Um, two plus two equals four. That's not it. You lose. Thanks for playing. <laughs> no. That's the game. Wait, so you don't... That's the whole thing. You don't know that fact, or that's not the fact? I'm still confused on the rules of the game. Uh, you I, you saying I'm a fucking idiot? I don't know two <laughs> plus two equals four? I know that. I, okay, so so that is in the no, realm of know, things you... But, but it's not, not what, what he's thinking. Okay. Not that's not what he knows. Okay, so you're thinking of a thing. Can I play again? Of course. Okay. We, we will play for a long time. <laughs> and with the same player. Yeah. Each yeah. time. All this right. This is why the show is canceled almost immediately. <laughs> when you say almost, how long did it During take? a run-through. <laughs> okay. We were getting it on its feet, and the head of the network back then, Cy Fartman. Cy Fartman. Cy Fartman. He came down and he said, no, guys, I told you no. A guy I with two noises no. in his name. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <sighs> That's how you knew he liked it. That was if he liked it. That was a compliment. <laughs> you did not want to hear what he sounded like if he didn't. He'd, li- he'd light up four cigarettes and then throw them at you. <laughs> okay, this, so I, this was not for a classic network. You know okay. what I mean? This was for, this was for at the time, uh, like a high school TV TV station. Oh, a high school. Were you guys in? High, no, this is way after this you guys we were, were out teaching. of high school. We were teaching. You, uh, George, oh. had, at that point, you were still at SUNY Yonkers? Uh, no, I, I was a shit story professor at Suni Yankas uh, go zebras for, <laughs> for you know five years, and then I left because of some stuff, you know. But that's all in sealed documents, so that doesn't matter. You sex, sex for great. But that's a set, yeah. But that's a statute of limitations on that. So well, that's but that's over now. Yeah, that's not a problem anymore. And mm. but uh, and at that point, I was teaching performing arts at. Uh, mm. Do you know the school Fame? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I taught a school called Anonymous. <laughs> oh, okay, so the exact opposite. <laughs> 
Yes. It was for people with no shot. Ugly kids. <laughs> Ugly untalentos. Okay. What, we and how, what were the productions like? Um, I can only imagine. Um, it, we did No Oklahoma. No Oklahoma? No Oklahoma. It was opposite productions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about Jesus Christ Superstar? Did uh, you ever do a production of, that was a lot like that one? We, we, did, a, we, did, a, we, we did a similar one, but it was called Moses. Uh, Struggling acting. <laughs> okay. What about the Phantom of the Opera? Was it, I can't imagine we there would have been. We did the good looking guy that's allowed to be at the opera. <laughs> so the opera part was not opposite. That's interesting. No, because no. the opposite of a phantom of an opera is a guy that's allowed to be at an opera. Okay. Oh, you're thinking, you're thinking stupidly that it would be the, I, the ghost of the ballet, but you don't get opposites and okay. you don't get basic things. And then so guys far. and dolls, we did chicks and teddy bears. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that, and that, that was a sense. porno. That was a straight life <laughs> porno. Okay. That was a straight life. I'm interested in that one. I would have liked to and see that. So the instead of Les Miserables, instead, instead of Les Miserables, we did Los Homies. <laughs> And it was three homies having the best day of their fucking lives. Wearing high black socks and, <laughs> and a shirt buttoned to the top. And yeah. real long shorts and flippies. Yeah. Flip flops. Yeah. Name wow. another musical and we'll tell you what the opposite is. <laughs> well, sure. And you get your gun. Oh. Bernie gets, Bernie your, gets gun. your gun. Bernie gets. About Bernie gets the subway vigilante. Oh, okay. The talk to the dog? Yeah. No, no. that's. that's oh, sorry. That's Son of Sam. Sam. Yes. I get them very mixed up a lot. Well, you're not bright and you're not educated. <laughs> but you know, it's not a dig at you. you know, <laughs> well, it seems like a very textbook I'm dig I'm assuming at me. your parents didn't have a lot of money or something. It's not a dig okay. at you. They didn't but, work hard. I don't know what well, happened. Well, you know, also, I didn't live in New York for a long time. Okay. It's not very important well, in California. And, and of course, that's your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> okay. You know, we were lucky enough to be born. Not lucky. We were correctly born in the East Coast. <laughs> okay. And in New York, at a time when guys like us in the seventies, when the son of Sam was doing his thing, you know, and he was a buddy, he was a friend, he was a dear friend. He was. A, you guys David, knew him. David Berkowitz, David Berkowitz was a dear was a friend. Good friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were better friends with his dog. People don't know the dog is. David said that the dog told him to do the murders. Right. And what gets lost is that the dog could talk. Oh, it's, that was real. But Everyone was, thought he was hallucinating. No, he could no, talk, he could but, talk. The, but, but the dog was a pacifist. Yeah, the dog was <laughs> okay. like, a, like a Quaker, kind of really into like peaceful, Spiritual guy. So, so the weird part of the story is that... Yeah, to throw the dog under the bus, oh, frankly, man. it was kind of lousy. <laughs> and I said that to David the last time we visited him. When, oh, you visited him in yeah, jail. Yeah, we go to him in jail and he wants like candy bars and And shit. he would, and then we, he would give us some sort of arts crafts, you know, we'd get yeah. like, mm -hmm. oh, great, a, a Oh, cool, another thing cozy. you made with toilet paper rolls. Oh, Thank a, you. oh, thanks. A cozy for my tea. Yeah. <laughs> you're a nobody and you're not famous anymore is what we would say. The last but he's time. more famous now that he's in jail, isn't he's, he? They did that Spick Lee movie about him. That's true. Uh, I just want to keep saying musicals. Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, okay. The Department Store of Dreams. <laughs> okay. And that was... And that, was a, that was a musical we did about Bloomingdale's. Yeah. Bloomingdale's, you know how to blow my nails. Blue, your net meaning paint. Blue, exactly. We put blue okay. paint on our nails, and then okay. we and then we would uh, go to the yogurt. Get you go down to the go to the forty carat and get yogurt. <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah, I do know. And then look at clothes from Perry Ellis and think. How do you, how do you stay around? How are you still a thing? <laughs> who, Van Heusen, Yeah. who are your shirts for? No, miss, I don't want to buy this Nautica shirt. I want to know about the whole operation. <laughs> My question is, where do clothes go if they don't get sold? 
Hmm. I guess these people who run the store can get them, or they go into the remainder bin. You think I they know. just that all those people get all the clothes that a store <laughs> <Yes>. doesn't. <buy? laughs> they probably go back and they burn them. <laughs> that's funny. With, Burn with, close. You know, we would, with what, what we did, the bombing we did. Yeah. Right? The bombing? What? Yeah. What did you do? Are we allowed to talk about this now? Yeah. I think so. Enough times passed. We were political subversives, uh, hmm. me and Gil and our friend Bernard, uh, back in Vermont. You know, well, I guess- Is this every, Bernie Getz? But no, but it's, uh, and everybody knows him now as Bernie Sanders. Oh. Oh, wait, he's going by Bernie now? Yeah, he's going wait, by you, Bernie now. you haven't kept up with Bernie Sanders? He's in the new, he's running for president. Fucking Bernard is running for president <laughs> yes. of what? The Dandruff on Blazers Society? No. You're kidding me. No, he's Our running Bernard? for president. Bernie goes by Bernie to sound young. So Bernie Sanders he's run, is wait a minute. for president yeah. of the Bernard, Bernard. Our equal. Yeah. Yeah. In all sorts of ways. <laughs> we oh, were, wait. So you guys were like the three we musketeers? Were, we were in the Burlington Three. Right. We were part of the Burlington Three, and we bombed a Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> the original. Oh, no. And they bounced back in a huge way. Well, yeah. they started that guarantee that yeah. people are going to like the way they look. That's Mint's Warehouse. That's Mint's Warehouse, which we also bombed. But that's <laughs> because I thought that the guy that owned it was George Zimmerman from the Trayvon Martin case. Oh. But really, it was a guy named George Zimmer something else. Uh. The point of it is... Zimmerman, Zimmer's, Zimmer's, Jingleheimer Schmidt, I blew up your store, sir, <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you are sorry. You're apologetic. Yeah, I'm not a monster. I just don't want to get caught. People don't realize that G. St. G's got a lot of remorse in him. Mm. So wait a second. Let me get back to this. We were a, we were three. We were the Burlington Three. The Burlington Three. I'm, I thought we might still be fugitives. No, we're and done. Bernie is running for president. Bernie's running for president of the United States of America, and he's got a great chance, of, you know, of beating it like a suede jacket. <laughs> Did he get some sort of amnesty or something? Or I mean, well, he, uh, what's the deal with this? Yeah, I, I mean, I've been in hiding. And no. he's out you there? haven't exactly been in hiding, by the way. That's true. Yeah. No, you, because you, I would say you actually skirt a beautiful line between agoraphobia and egomaniacal <laughs> rampages. <Right>. I won't <laughs> leave the apartment for weeks, but I love to do panel, and I really work on stories for it. But you still, you're still wanted, aren't you? Uh huh. Yeah, I'm wanted in a couple different states. Well, because I was the. Uh, I don't like to brag about it, but I was the founder and head of the Occupy Walgreens movement. <laughs> I, I, you're not talking about Occupy Wall Street? Uh? No, no. Love Wall Street. They, they keep this country moving. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like this my money to grow in the bank. Fucking store Walgreens. Oh, what's, what's your beef I just, with them? I'm so sick of the 1%, Scott. The 1% of? Milk. 1% milk. Oh, okay. I want 2% or I want whole milk. Usually and... they serve 2%. I, I haven't seen a lot At of At Whole Greens? At Whole Greens? At Whole Greens. <laughs> Okay. So, you know, the 99% of people want to be able to just buy razor blades. <laughs> and because of these fat cats, they're behind plastic, and I have to flag down a guy with dreads tied in a ponytail. <laughs> well, now that you can just blow up Walgreens. <laughs> you can just press the button. What? And it, and it emits a, a high pitched sound, and oh, someone comes over. And then, a dog, and then a dog runs over, and then a dog comes up and tries to bite your face off. No, right? You, they don't let dogs in Walgreens, do they? You're breaking down. What is wrong with you? 
He's, he's come on. Gil, come on. I, I don't like being back in Los Angeles. There's pit they, bulls they, everywhere. Don't worry, and you're not going to see any of the raccoons. Yeah, you may see Pitbull, <laughs> although he tends to hang out in Miami. He's in Los Miami. The raccoons, there's a lot of raccoons here. Yeah, you don't like raccoons? No, these people take them inside, and they start shampooing them, and everything <laughs> seems so cute. And then they have those human gloved hands, and they grab your eyeball and pop it in your mouth like a... Garlic stuff. They pop it in your mouth? Yeah. They make you eat your own eyeball. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Well, then I'm going back to Vermont if we're allowed because I have fond memories with the health food store. Remember when we 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 blew out Bobby D's? Yeah, we had a health food store. (laughs) We had a rival health food store with Robert Durst. Oh, you knew Robert Durst too? You know everybody. Bobby D? Robert Durst. He's famous now. Yeah, oh yeah, he's on the Jinx. Yeah, um, the Jinx. Yeah, he, Andrew Jarecki and Robert Durst. You have a real psychotic megalomaniac, <laughs> and then there's Robert Durst. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was a good friend of ours, Bobby D. Back in when we in his Vermont days, we were up there too. So he, yeah. So it's a funny story. So okay, so we knew Bob Durst. You know, our mothers jumped off the same roof. So okay, cut to the seventies. Cut to from what? From, from the jumping off the roof? Or? Beginning of time. <laughs> okay. Any story I'm telling, cut to the 70s. <laughs> okay, all right? so beginning they of time. all begin. Big Bang. Look, I, big I, Bang. The Big Bang. All you need to know, there is an Earth. Now cut to the 70s, because <laughs> okay. that's where my anecdotes begin. <laughs> Great. All right. So we find out the little worm ass, Bobby Thirst, <laughs> opened a health food store. So I say to Gilly, let's get in the rabbit. Let's drive down there. And let's open up our own health food store. Mm. So we go. And this is all just Tiger Milk bars at yeah. this point. That's what a health food store is. And, sure. we, and we bought this real hard, awful corn from this Indian reservation because these guys didn't know what money was. You know, we were giving them, you know, we were giving them little drawings, I made. You know, they didn't know currency. <laughs> so I figured if we really cheat these Indians from their reservation, we could get food so dirt cheap that we could drive up their store out of fucking business. Right. So we start selling, you know, really rotten food to people, but we're making a profit. Yeah, these idiots don't know because that it's terrible. (laughs) Okay. Because health food in general is terrible. Yeah, so it's such a new trend that they didn't know that we were selling old food and dirt. Right. So Robert Durst comes over. I'll never forget it. He goes, you guys, you're driving me out of business, please. This is the one thing in my life that calms me down. I feel happy and content here with my wife. If I go back to New York, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I go, well, well, maybe we'll... uh, Maybe we'll play fair, or maybe you could suck a fuck because life's a game, asshole, and you can kill or be killed. And I remember he looked at me and he said, I understand. The next day, he's loading up a tractor trailer. The wife is crying. Yeah. They're going back to New York. And we had a fu- and it was a laugh, and it was such a fun time. <laughs> was that the last time you saw him? Oh, no, we, no, saw, we saw him, him in um, New York a yeah, few times. A few times. Uh, or we said we saw him. <laughs> what, is that? what do you mean by well, that? Well, he's mad at him. Gil's mad at him because he stole his thing. What, what's your thing? What's his th- What? What was your thing? I don't remember. Well, you burping? Know, yes, Gil burps when he's Oh, guilty. that's right. <laughs> okay. You know, everybody knows the guy's Robert Burps now, but that was me. <laughs> I was originally the burp guy. If if I'm if I'm lying, I I burp. He starts burping. Yeah. You, you don't want to be known as that guy. Well, you take what you know, you 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 get your brand ink and you stick to a it. A brand is a brand, you know. That's yeah. true. Yeah, like um uh is that your salmon on the comforter? <laughs> 
See, he's you lying. didn't even lie. You didn't even say yes or no. You right. just burped. The burp implies the lie. I think, right? Okay, but no, it we, doesn't. But it's not like he didn't burp if he didn't do it. Right. Okay, right? Like, uh, did you kill Nicole Brown Simpson? No. Okay. See. Okay. Uh, did you kill? Did you kill Ron Goldman? See. Wait, what were you doing killing Ron Goldman and not I think the same person killed both of them. No. Oh no. You don't understand anything about anything. <laughs> Dude, man. It was Orenthal James. Do you even understand what Brentwood was like in the nineties? <laughs> yes. Metzaluna scene. Do you know how many rivalries were going on in Metzaluna? Okay, I guess I don't know. Don't know about Metzaluna. The restaurant that Ron Goldman worked at. I refuse to believe anyone needs an explanation of Metzaluna. The restaurant where Ben Goldman worked. Number seven. Oh, boy. Those guys. They can go for hours. And I'd like them to. They can go. Oh. <laughs> what were you guys? Nothing. Oh, Paul, I, can I talk to you I'm for happy for them. I'm happy for them. Paul, I'm grabbing your arm. Can I go and can I talk to you for a Can they go what? I was going to say a mean thing, and then I restrained myself. Oh, why would you say a mean thing to them? Well, I mean, they're. You know, they got that Broadway run, and I, you know, my play flopped. <laughs> what was your play again? It was called Hamiltons. <laughs> Hamiltons. 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 Yes, and it was about it was about Alexander Hamilton making the perfect salad. <laughs> the inventor of the Caesar salad himself, yeah. Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamiltons. <laughs> and this came out well after Hamilton. Oh, so long after. <laughs> like, it had been an established hit. Oh, yeah. Everyone knew it. I'd never heard of it. Mm. And I thought, this is the time is right. Uh, the, the time is right. The time is right for having fun and to dance in the street. Don't forget the Motor City. Yeah, you've seen, New Orleans. You've seen oh. that video where they take the music out. Oh, I love I was just referencing it yesterday. It's it's tremendous. It's so funny. It's really My favorite viral video of all time. So good. Yeah, other so than good. the Mr. Microphone video. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We need to take a break. When we come back, we're actually gonna hear our live entry uh after this. This will be uh number three in our live entry. We will be right back with more comedy bang bang after this. <laughs> <laughs> Food. We all eat it. Controversial, I know. But a lot of people, when it comes to food, they don't quite know what to do at home. We all know that eating out all the time, it's expensive, it's probably bad for you, and you're not a Renaissance king to have food delivered to you all the time. Or are you? Because there's a new thing in town I'm very excited about. It's called Blue Apron. You guys know Blue Apron. Fresh, fresh, high-quality tasting better ingredients? Is that a a sentence? I'm not sure. But their ingredients taste better. You can't dispute that. You want to know where your food comes from, right? Well, Blue Apron has a great impact on the community because they have established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. So as a result, Seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Seafood Watch, very important. Beef is raised humanely. Chickens are free range and pork is raised naturally. This food is great. Regenerative. Did I say that right? Do I always have a problem with that particular word? Regenerate. Regenerative. Regenerative. That, it doesn't sound like it is right, but it is right. Regenerative. No. Regener- 
Oh, Blue Apron, you're killing me. Why put in this word? It regenerates a lot. I can say that. Regenerative. Regenerative. It should be like regenerative. I don't know. Anyway, these farming practices are dynamite, and they are used for produce. Blue Apron can be delivered to 99% of the continental U.S. and 99.5% of food deserts. Because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, they're also reducing food waste. So they're not sending you a bunch of stuff you're just going to throw in the garbage. Cooking together builds strong family bonds, and Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often, and you're not going to spend a lot by eating out. So for less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-proportioned or pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. What are some of the meals we have in December? Roasted pork and braised cabbage with barley and glazed apples. Num, num, nummers. Thai green coconut curry with sweet potato and jasmine rice. Brown butter and chestnut gnocchi with Brussels sprouts and pea shoot salad. This is high quality stuff. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash CBB. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash CBB. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. <laughs> Comedy bang bang back yeah, here. You startled Paul. me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Have you been here this whole time? Wait, you feel like you've been doing the show alone? I mean. I'm not an imaginary person. You're not robot. <laughs> what if one of us was an imaginary person to the other? How weird would that Aww. be? And that when people were listening to these episodes, it was just me rambling for a long time and then taking long breaks for pauses. I'm the imaginary guy. In my scenario, but in the opposite scenario. What, how, but wait, what if I am imaginary? That's true. I mean, you have all of the aspects of an imaginary person. What does that mean? You dress like an imaginary person. <laughs> That's what I thought. You, you have meant. a big beard. <laughs> I don't want to have this beard. <laughs> I know. What do you What do you have the beard for? This is for a bajillion. Uh, because bajillion last dollar time, because the first couple seasons, I had a fake beard, which added time to everyone's day. Yeah, and, was and you weren't able to be an hour late. <laughs> That's right. And so you wanted the luxury. That's right. Of blaming Obama for That's traffic. Right. That's right. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, and so I thought, well, I'll just grow a beard. It'll be easier. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it is. Does it hurt? But it's so painful. <laughs> it's so painful because it's growing back into my face. Oof. Yeah. That's no good. Yeah. Do you, here's a serious question. Do you have to cut it every day in order to keep it the same length? Or do you make the makeup Not every day. do that? No, it's, it's – um, I think I've trimmed it a couple times since I started growing it in August, mm-hmm. um, but it's uh, it's 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 not uncomfortable or anything. I just don't like it. Are you like on the it. last day of shooting going to shave when they yell? And that is a season wrap on Paul F. Tompkins. I thought about shaving at the wrap party. Yeah. Oh, in about front of taking everyone. some clippers and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll slow the party down for a good. You don't think people love hour. to see shit like that? <laughs> That's true. When somebody gets a haircut, it's the best. Uh, wait, are you just That's hanging why around barbershops? Around barbershops. That's yeah. why they have clear windows too. Yeah, <laughs> they know they know what side their bread is buttered on. People love watching other people's hair go away. <laughs> go away. <laughs> it's not going away. It's going onto the floor. 
Oh, I never thought to look down. Wait, you've never looked down on the floor? I just thought, it just vanishes from just your thought field of vision? I just thought it went away. Okay. Wait a minute. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When people drop money on the mm-hmm. ground, do you think it just disappears as well? Are you dropping money on the ground? ground. Have you ever dropped money? Well, sometimes if I have too much money, I'm like, I got to get rid of this. (laughs) I'll just send it to the away place. And I just let go of it with my fingers. Have you ever had a pet? Have you ever had a pet? Yeah, sure. (laughs) What kind of pet have you had? Uh, Birds. (laughs) They're in cages, you know. Yeah, and they're in your- Yeah, I've I've had all all kinds of eye level They're right at eye level. Yeah. Okay. I I remember having a cat that would appear and disappear (laughs) periodically. All right. I could do this for hours. Uh, and we like, have and been. And we have it. Come on, we have a good time. All right. We, we gotta, have a good we, time. Hold on. There's more time for this. Yeah, yeah, Oh, here's a serious uh, entreaty to the audience. Mm-hmm. If someone could keep track of the sound effects we already have for the sound effects record. Yes, I, yeah. What are they? Well, I, I know always, we have. I know we have water being poured into a glass many times. Yes. So we have. We have. An, we have another a, a number of options to choose from when we finally put the album together right. of that track. Right. Um, that's the only one I can remember that's right the only, now. Yeah, I know. The, well, there's of course the train and the Doppler effect. <laughs> okay. Okay, we got that. That's not the train. That what do you mean that are the, are the train and the Doppler effect two separate sound effects? Well, the the Doppler the train is uh, experience the sound of the train is experiencing the Doppler effect. Yes, uh, one could not literally record the Doppler effect without recording the thing that is experiencing the Doppler effect. Scott, Scott, I understand that mm-hmm. it, it was your phrasing of we have the train and the Doppler effect. That's what made me think that mm-hmm. you have, in your mind, have another two track. things. There's no. a track called the Doppler effect. This is just combined. This okay, is, my mistake. There could be two tracks: one train and one passing train. Ooh, which you would, see that viral video? <laughs> two tracks, one train. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> so what was your entreaty, by the way? It was. Please let us know what tracks we already yes, have. Already have. Because we got to fill, we got to fill ninety nine tracks, and we got to get to business on this. Because I would eventually like to much, put out a sound effects. Record. Much like, please don't joke about iRobot this Christmas. We need to get this out next year in the stores. No, we're not going to get it out next year. We're not going to get the the sound effects record out. Next I, year? I don't think we're going to. Do you get think that'll 99. be the last episode that we ever record? Uh, yes, will just be a sound effects record. Will just be the sound effects record. <laughs> ninety nine sound effects in a row. <laughs> number one with a bullet. I think we said number 11 was the glass, yeah. was the water in the glass. Something like that. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, please let us know because yeah. we are struggling here. We, look, we got a lot of tracks to put down. <laughs> I, there, I can't even think of that many sounds. How many sounds are <laughs> there? Said, there's birds. <laughs> That's all I can water think of. Water in the glass. The Doppler effect. <laughs> the end. Uh, Princey's train. <laughs> Princey's train? What? Princey's train. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Look, we got to get to our next clip. We got All right, this is your number three. Number three. That's right. This is number three of the live tracks. And uh, this is an interesting one, Paul. This is uh, some of these picks for the live tracks are kind of atypical. Look, we did a ton of episodes. We did. And. uh, But you're saying some people made, like the voters chose poorly. No, they didn't choose oh, poorly. Oh. What's interesting to me is, is we did so many episodes in a row in the U.S. tour. Yes. And not a lot of those made it, but these little interesting ones, Montreal, for instance, mm-hmm. with the Oh Hello guys. 
uh, Sydney, you know, out there in the middle of nowhere. Could I? And then this one, this is the only one you weren't at, Paul. This is live from Comic-Con, July 25th. Fuck this. <laughs> no, no, Paul, come back, come back. No, I'm not going to talk. Come back, this. Paul, come right, back. Do it, do it. Come on. Do it. You just want me to talk about it? Yeah, you okay. got it. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm sorry you weren't there. It's you. Fine. You you decided to go to New York. You were invited. That's great. You were invited. All right. Enjoy, everybody. Okay. All right. Okay. This was uh, live from Comic-Con. Every year I try to uh, go down to Comic-Con and do an episode down there. Uh, Usually I'm down there for uh, business and pleasure reasons. And uh, a lot of people are down there as well. And this time we had a great group. Uh, We have Lauren. Sounds great. (laughs) We have Lauren Lapkus. Jason Manzukas, John Gabris, our good old intern Gino, and of course Thomas Middleditch happened to right, be down there as well. Right. And this sort of uh, acts as a de facto sequel to the Kid Detectives uh, saga Thank because God. Uh, God. <laughs> because Thomas and Lauren decided to do the Kid Detectives together. The best. <laughs> if you're gonna talk, talk on. Oh, Mike. was I? I didn't realize I was talking. You realized you were sarcastically talking, didn't what? you? What? Feel free to chime in. Just do it on mic. You got it. <laughs> now, uh, listeners will be uh, interested to know that uh, we had a couple of celebs in the audience uh, watching this. We had from the TV show Orphan Black, we had Tatiana Maslany, and we also had Christian Brune. They were in the audience. They uh, they happened to be there for Orphan Black, and they when they heard the lineup, they said, "We got to get over there." And they came out and watched this episode. So imagine that while we're while you're listening to it. Both they had fun. Um, this is uh, you've picked it as the number two. Did I say number three before? Because it is number two. This is even the, better. <laughs> this is actually the number two episode of the live. Episodes. This is live from Comic Con. Your number two. Number two. JJ Murphy. It's so great to see you again. Great to see you, sir. <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's such a pleasure. The pleasure is all ours. <laughs> the pleasure is ours. Just before this, um, I was showing my sister how far I can tuck my dinger behind my legs. <laughs> it it looks was... like a real pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited I could tuck it all the way and touch the rim of my hole. Wait, that's that's where we're starting? <laughs> if you go right. for the, if you go for the super deep tuck, it creates a little fold. Good which tip. is which is nice. Yeah, that's great advice. Thanks, mister. <laughs> That'll come in handy later. Cool. <laughs> All right, so for those of you who don't know uh, and haven't listened to their episodes, JJ and Murphy are a couple of kids who fancy themselves to be kid detectives. Fancy ourselves. More like are ourselves. Yeah, and actually we got a hot new case. Oh boy, it's a big one. You have a, a new case, really? Yeah. Whose mic do we need to switch out? I don't know. I think it's Tom, uh, uh, JJ's. Nope. <laughs> I think you mean the other one. What's wrong with it? Hello? Yes, yes. Hello? it's yours. Oh, let me check these. I'm sorry, this is my job. I forgot to do this part. Test. Check. One. Gino. Gino. One. Gino, your mic is... One. Gino, your mic is fine. Mine's good. One. <laughs> Two. Yeah, it's not me. Okay, okay. And sound speeds. So, 
So, J.J. Murphy, you have a brand new case. Yes, you, sir. Did you ever solve your first case? Your first case was the, uh, the case of your dead mo- uh, mother? Yes, we figured out that you killed her, sir. No. You may have figured that out, but it was not the case. Mm. We'll let the courts decide. Are you currently involved in a legal... I have a trial in 2017 oh, regarding wow. this matter. <laughs> um, so what is your new case? Well, we've actually got a pretty, pretty fun thing. Yeah, uh, we've been hired by the FBI. Whoa! The Federal Bureau of Investigation. The very one. Yeah, they really liked our work, and they said, hey, we got a big case for you, and it's big. Oh, so big. And then he showed us his donor. And it was big. Wait, that's the case? We, he said, we have a big case for you. Look. Yeah, and we said, yup, and then he tucked it back in and then gave us the case files. Are you sure this guy wasn't a female body inspector? Because <laughs> yeah, I got confused a couple of times. Yeah. I reported a terrorist to a guy selling T-shirts on the shore one time, and he was like, I don't know what to do with this. I'm like, well, don't wear an FBI tank top. Whoa. That's cool. <laughs> That's the reaction I was hoping for. <laughs> Can I ask what, what was in the case files? <laughs> well, we weren't supposed to share it. But, but, oh, is but it, is it c- classified? Yeah, yeah. But, but we kind of hit a snag, so we're hoping you guys can help out. Crack the case. Okay, and this, the Federal Bureau of Investigation is located where? For Washington <laughs> What was that? It was for Washington Lane, Florida. 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 Duh. Florida. Duh. Florida. Yeah, no doy. Now listen, sir. You're so polite. I've always loved that about you two. Now listen, sir. The case involved a pretty high-ranking official in U.S. government. Ever heard of it? Well, we're in the throes of an election now, so it's on a lot of people's minds. Yes, he's a senator. Mm. <laughs> the senator of Delaware. His name's Professor Buttskin. <laughs> Wait, is that his name, or is that his code name in the case? Uh, Jason, you need to pay attention to politics, because you've never heard of Professor Buttskin, <laughs> senator of Delaware? <laughs> He goes by professor, though? Yeah, why would would professor take precedent over senator? His first name is professor. Last name, Buttskin? Yeah, it's Senator Professor Buttskin. (laughs) Of Delaware. Anyway, he lost his favorite jelly bean, and we gotta track it down. It was a cute little red one, his fave. (laughs) It's so sweet, like cherries. Yeah, because that's the flavor of it. <laughs> it. It was his favorite jelly bean. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Uh, out of how many jelly beans does he have? The world. Yeah. What? It's his favorite in what? the world? What do you mean, the world? The world of jelly beans? That was his favorite one. He's the senator of Delaware, sir. He knows a thing or two about jelly beans. So he sent you guys to San Diego to, on the trail of a red jelly bean? Well, he sent the FBI on the trail, and the FBI outsourced to us kid detectives. Hmm. And then we sniffed it out to San Diego. Yeah. 
Okay, so you were in Florida originally. You bet. Yeah. And what brought what what brought the case here? Well, you'll never believe it. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> I would I would love to believe yeah. it. <laughs> well, first we followed our noses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we spent a good well, uh, 60 to 68 days with her nose on the ground, sniffing the grass and the dirt. And then we 69 <laughs> On the 69th day. On the 69th day, we, we thought, hey, wait, you don't have the jelly bean, do you? In your butt? Let me see. Yeah. So I showed her my butt, and then I made sure I sniffed her vagina. So I smelled it real good, and I didn't smell cherry, that's for sure. <laughs> So, oh, so boy. after, so that had layers. So after that, that had real layers. So after that body inspection, you were still no closer to finding the jelly bean. But by the time we woke up, we were in San Diego. Yeah, because we. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are right. I am having trouble believing this. You you woke up after the 69th day. We fell day. asleep during. It was so good. <laughs> Wait, those two things work against each other. It was so comforting, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, sir, we've been doing that since we were little. In e- the womb. Yeah, ever since we've had trouble sleeping, we always smell each other's butts or vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> so you fell... <laughs> across the country. <laughs> Wait, Meaning ow. someone took you and flew you? Yeah, I guess. All we know is that when we left the airport, a couple of men said, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 now, come on. And what did these men look like? Could you describe them? or Tall, uh, big eyes like aliens. <laughs> yeah, bald, um, like aliens? Yeah, paper white skin. <laughs> oh, like, like aliens. Three fingers on each hand, like yeah. aliens. It um, sounds like you guys were transported here via the greys. Um, uh, well, no. no. <laughs> you do the math. What math? I think the math is you guys smelled the ground for 68 days, <laughs> then sniffed each other's taints, and then aliens dropped you in San Diego. And you, but you, the only thing on your mind is finishing this mission to find We gotta finish it or we won't get paid. Yeah. We how, won't much, get... how much do you guys get paid for a case like this? Mm, one jelly bean. <laughs> Not his favorite jelly bean. Oh, though. no. No, no. It's any old jelly bean. That'll do, sir. <laughs> <laughs> then we eat it like Lady and the Tramp. How's that? <laughs> We each, take an, we each take an end and we chomp slowly while finger-banging each other. <laughs> you chomp slowly through a jelly bean? Yeah. And I don't know that the, there's... That's the part that tripped you up, man. How many, how, many, how many chomps can you get into a jelly bean? I don't like know. Ask an owl. Commercial. <laughs> while you that's a question for a cartoon owl. I finger his butthole and he fingers my vagina. What more do you need to know? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're hoping that you can, you know, help us find this jelly bean. Yeah, okay, what are the clues? clues? What are the clues that we have so far? Okay, well, it's pretty little. 
The jelly yeah. penis. So far we know it's little, it's red. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a job for the Clues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Clues Brothers 2000, that's my favorite Little one. red. Little, little red. Little red, red riding hood. <laughs> How many words is that? Four, Four words. words. For Washington Lane. But that can't be where it is. That's where he is. Who is? The, the senator. <laughs> the senator of Delaware is in, in Fort Washington, Washington Lane, Florida. Well, he's being captured by the FBI until the jelly bean is rescued. He's been captured? I thought he assigned you this I case. I thought this was his case. I thought the FBI assigned you guys the case. Yeah. Oh, no. no. Wait, so are you guys reporting to the FBI or Professor Butskin? <laughs> We're reporting F to the FBI. Ancient agent. Agent. Ancient agent. Ancient agent. They have. They, ancient it's agent. King Is that a Tut's name? Agent. They describe their agents by how old they are. He's ancient. He was dug up from King Tut's tomb. Yeah. So he's King Tut. No, he's uh, he's he's his agent. Im- Imogen Hotep or whatever. This is like a who's buried in Grant's tomb kind of situation. I don't know, sir. All we need to find out is where this jelly bean is, or maybe we've been set up. Oh no. Maybe it's here in this room. Who's what? got it? All right, dingers, raise your hand if you got our jelly bean. Maybe you should. In, maybe you should uh, look for clues. Hmm. Okay. How many people are in here? Yeah. How no, many? Someone boys. said I've got it. That, but that would put an end to all of this. <laughs> if we found the jelly bean, what could we do next? Someone's I about believe, to give up their I last molly. I literally think someone is holding a jelly bean, which is unsettling well, to say the least. Bring a, it here. A loose jelly bean. A, loose, a random. Bring it here. Bring it here. Bring it to Bring us. it up here. Bring, Bring it, it up us. here, sir. You know that not just any red jelly bean is the red jelly bean. This guy's wife was like, don't bring the fucking jelly bean to the show. They're He's never like, going to ask for okay, it. Okay, okay, hang on. Stay right here. Stay right here. Stay right, Stay right here, creep. Turn around and face these people. This is a Skittle. <laughs> Get out Get of here. here. Get out of here. Disrespect two incestual twins. These are two children that sniff each other's privates and are on a serious mission. And you're you're distracting them with a skittle, you asshole? Jesus Christ. These are kids. These kids have hopes. They hope to solve a case and get their fingers in each other's wet, sticky holes. This isn't some bullshit Zodiac thing where, you know, everyone's just solving puzzles on the fucking crosswords or whatever. This is a real fucking case. Wait, what's that, Gino? I don't know. (laughs) Number two. Oh, so funny. Paul, I'm sorry you weren't there. Are you ready to talk again? Sure. (laughs) I'm sorry. You chose not to come. Yep. What's wrong? What's yeah, really yeah, wrong? What's what's really wrong? Everybody liked it so much. They liked it because it was funny. You mm-hmm. thought it was funny. We were we you were laughing harder than anyone while we were listening to it. You were rolling. Oh, I was looking at something on my phone. Funny. What video. were you looking at? Funny video. <laughs> a funny video of what? <laughs> a baby and a dog. <laughs> what are they doing? They're having a great time together. They're snuggling. <laughs> that doesn't sound funny. It sounds heartwarming. It was funny and heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, you were laughing so hard. That's how I laugh when my heart is warmed. 
<laughs> and can I say you were also laughing anytime anyone said anything funny during the clip? It's just it's synced up like Dark Side of the Moon and okay. Pink Floyd. I don't think so. I think <laughs> <Pink Floyd. laughs> remember when Dark Side of the Moon and Pink Floyd synced, synced up, up perfectly and made that record that was so popular. <laughs> All right, we need to take a break. We when, need to. When we come back, we will have the number six episode of the year. This is exciting. We're getting all the way up. And uh, this is this one, Paul, I think you're going to like a little bit more. I hope so. All right, we'll be right back with more Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> hey, everyone. We're brought to you by Squarespace today. Whether you need a landing page, and of course, you and I both are smart and we know what that is. Whether you need a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it is all included with your Squarespace website. Squarespace is easy. Creating your website with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. You can add and arrange your content and features with but the click of a mouse, my dear boy. Free custom domain. Squarespace makes adding a domain to your site very, very simple. If you sign up for a year, you'll receive a custom domain for free for a year. A year for a year. That is their guarantee one year for one year it's very simple if someone says what do i get 360 days no a year for a year and whatever that year happens to be hey come you know 2020 we're gonna we're gonna have a great year because it'll be 366 days but look squarespace has beautiful templates i'm getting off track i know Beautiful, beautiful templates. You can design a best-in-class online store with Squarespace's award-winning templates, customizable settings, all without a single plug-in. Commerce, everything you need for commerce. Every aspect of your business is covered. Customer support. They have 24-7 customer support. Every member of the customer care team is an experienced Squarespace user working in a Squarespace office. No, No outsourcing here. No matter how technical your problem or how trivial or stupid sounding your question, one of their team is always online to assist you. So start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code BANGBANG. You're going to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, set your website apart. (laughs) Oh, we are back. And uh, boy, we are really getting into it here. Yeah, man, we are. We're going to crack the top five on this episode. Scott, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us, too. We could have given up. How many times did we want to give up during this process? How many times, by the way, and we've edited all of them out. But after every sentence, we've checked in and said, do you want to give up? Yeah. And the response always is, I do, but (laughs) But we we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We need to keep going. So let's keep doing that. By the way, do you want to give up? I do, but we shouldn't. We should keep going. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to keep going. Let's get to it. This is your episode number six. Number six. All right, this is episode number six, and let me give you a date that it occurred. This is (laughs) September 19. The Cuervo Gold. Let's see if you can guess what episode this is. Okay, September, third week of September, what normally happens? Do I remember (laughs) the very third week of September? What have we done the past couple of September? Or what happens every year in September? Think of showbiz. The Showbiz Awards. There's definitely the Showbiz Awards in the field of television. The Emmy Awards. That's right, the Emmy Awards. Now, for the past couple of years, there's been a person nominated. There's been. <laughs> there's been a person nominated, and everyone from the show Scott, comes shut up. up. I know exactly what this what is. Are you, what are you? What are they? This is going to be an episode with our friend Tatiana Maslany, Kristen Brun, Mary Holland, 
and myself. You nailed it. That's right. Episode 446 on September 19th, Scrounging and Lounging. <laughs> Scrounging and Lounging. That's right. Now, uh, both of those guys have, uh, they, look, they film up in the Canada. Look, they film up in the Canada. You know, they're not down here all the time. Although I do believe Christian is moving down here. Uh, well, he should. When the show wraps. Yeah. But uh, they film up there in Canada. They're not here every she week. She should too. They, you know what I mean? Most Tatiana, of show business here. They listen to the show. They do, yeah. Tatiana. Can we speak to you for one second? Especially like they're probably going to listen because they their episode is now in the countdown. Tatiana, could you see us Can in we- your kitchen for a second? <laughs> Will you take this podcast into your kitchen? Tatiana. Hey. What are you doing? Of course, you're going to move to LA. What are you talking about? What are you? What's happening right now? Here, you're living in Toronto the rest of your life. Come on, it's great, but it's time you got to leave. You got to leave. You're always writing to me, complaining that you don't get CISO up there, yeah, and making me send you all the episodes to take my wife and Bajillion. Just move down here where you can get CISO. It's CISO all the time down here, and I know CISO's been promising to be up there in Canada for at least one calendar year. Well, listen, just between you and me. They're, they're lying. They're lying. They're lying. They are liars. The CISO are the biggest liars in show business. They lie all the time. Oh, it's disgusting. Tatiana, they're disgusting. Tatiana, you belong down here. You belong Come here. On. You're one of us. You've heard that song? We love it. Century Boulevard. Yeah, it's about Los Angeles. We love it. Did you not know that what's about LA? It's about LA. It's about LA. We love it. We love it. Mm-hmm. Listen. We, we'd love it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? We'd right? love Four. it. <laughs> Talk down. Come Smoke down weed here. every day. Be an LA person. Get Be an high LA with person. Us. Come do get high with us every day. <laughs> Scott and I, all we do is get high. <laughs> and then we record this show. And then we, record the, it's, we can't do the show without being high. Listen, it's true. A lot of people say it and we deny it, but we get high. We get high we before show. every show. Every show. And we hope that you get high while you listen to it and before this is you listen what to it. Could it could be like. Listen. I know what you're thinking. Oh, am I going to have to hang out with Christian all the time? No. No. It's a big, sprawling city. You'll never You'll see never him You'll never have to again. see him. <laughs> Look, the minute that Donnie and Allison wrap their final scene, you never have to lay eyes on that motherfucker ever again. Yeah. You don't have to go to the rap party because you'll be busy working on another thing. <laughs> yeah, you'll be. Look, they're not going to shift the rap party around your schedule. No. <laughs> you just lead of the show. You just leave the show you and you're like. 18 characters. Uh-huh. You're like, check out the back of my ass. Yes, motherfuckers. Yeah. And you're just out the door. That's right. And they have their little rap party. And they're like, oh, what are we going to do now? All our careers are over. All of our careers are over. Meanwhile, yeah. Emmy winner over here, she gets to do whatever the fuck she That's wants. Right. You should be down You should here. be. With the uh, Emmy winners like myself. Yeah. And Emmy nominees like me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look, if you're listening... And, and we, we count know, on you. And we know we you, know are. you are. Come on. You have nothing better to do. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. For yourself. <laughs> All right. Okay. All let's right. get back to the All right. Let's talk to Christian, too. Yeah. Hey, Christian. Hey, Christian. Christian. Do you mind not texting us so much? <laughs> yeah. Could you listen? Um, you have that, what I, is it called? I, the Hardwick Mysteries? I, just the Hardwick Mysteries. Stick to that. He play, yeah, you play Constable Johnstable or whatever his name is. <laughs> Constable Johnstable. <laughs> he's got a trumpet and he solves crimes. He's got a trumpet. <laughs> he's got a trumpet. The fucking trumpet, Christian. Listen. What's it, your problem? How about this? You could start. Like, st- wait, maybe stay in Canada. You <laughs> maybe you just stay there. Bring that Nike swoosh show up there. I know you got plans to come down here. We have enough actors. Maybe, maybe like, you know, ease into it. You don't want to jump into the deep <laughs> yeah, end you right away. Put your toe into the water. Yeah, come on. You know what I mean? Okay. All, All right. right. Good. good talk. Good, okay, good talk. Great. 
All right. We're going to hear this clip. Now, what's interesting, I don't know if this is in the clip itself, but uh, oh. we anytime we have someone who is nominated for an Emmy and they, they, they tape the episode right before mm-hmm. the ceremony, we like to joke about like, oh, what are you going to say when you win? And I'm not going to say that we didn't think Tatiana should win because I have always said that she should win that award because yes. of just the – the sheer amount of acting she does. It's, and it's not done by tonnage, but it's, you know, I mean, she acts way more than any other nominee, male or female. She literally does. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, it's a singular feat. It's, it's a singular a, feat. It's a really amazing thing that she did. But the Emmys are not really ever fair or just. So I, in my mind, I was thinking there's no way that, so we were sort of joking around. You now know, you like, include what? your win in that. Yeah, exactly. No, there are a lot of people who would say it is definitely not just. And by the way, wins. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, but so we were joking around about what her uh, what her uh, speech would be when uh, when she won. And well, even that we were joking about where her speech was because it was because it was, air, coming, it was coming out, out the day after, after the, awards, yeah. the supposedly she would win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And motherfucker, if she didn't win that award, mm-hmm. I was on my feet cheering. Mm-hmm. Also, there were not enough chairs at the party I was at, so you were already on your feet. I was already on my feet. Yeah, right. but I was cheering, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, what a great moment! And she deserved it. And uh, I think the only time. We will have had an Emmy, a person who just won an Emmy and is on the very next episode of Comedy <laughs> Bang Bang. Because normally if you are nominated, mm-hmm. when you come out here, especially from another city, you're in the middle of a whirlwind press tour. Yes. And you are, you have to do so much while you're here yeah. that the fact that those two guys uh, make time to do the show. Make it a priority. Like, and made it a priority yeah. is, is fantastic. So let's listen to this. And by, by the way, I also want to set up uh, in this episode, uh, Mary Holland has probably the best entrance of any Comedy Bang Bang episode ever. It destroyed me like nothing has in a really long time. She plays Janice Cramps. <laughs> We're going to hear that entrance. So this is your episode number six. Number six. Good luck to you. Have you ever uh, broken anything else? <laughs> uh, I've broken that foot four times. <laughs> four times? Yes. No, not swing dancing each time. No. Different times, different ways. <laughs> what were the other ways? List the other ways you've broken it. The first time I broke it was uh, doing military stuff. You, you have That's to be more specific. Okay, I was doing it's purely sexual. I was doing obviously obviously sexual. It was obviously sexual. <laughs> it was at military school. I was wearing uh, combat boots that they fit me at the beginning of my first year when I was like a tiny little thirteen-year-old boy. Uh-huh. By the end of the year, my feet had grown, but my boots obviously were the same size. So I slowly broke my foot Ugh. over the course Whoa. of the year. What the what? Yeah. So you it was slowly just, broke your foot. Well, I don't know. There was no moment where I was like, oh, I just broke my foot. It, like, it was it just like, like generally expanded. It really hurting really bad. And then we had an x-ray and they're like, your foot's broken. Oh. oh. Yeah. I was basically Chinese foot binding mm-hmm. at military school. Okay. Yeah. That's number one. But now yeah. you have the prettiest second time. <laughs> second time was drunken swing dancing is Dionysus. Okay. We've covered that. Yep. Third time was on stage. <laughs> On stage in the middle of a play. I broke my foot on stage. I broke nice. my toe backstage. Okay, wow. that's not as cool as ours. He and I have a lot yeah. in common. I'm a girl, so it was different. <laughs> <laughs> they don't allow women on stage. No. <laughs> I was doing costumes. <laughs> and uh, the fourth what, time, what, I don't what, know. What's, what, were you, what were you on stage? 
doing? was like this clown-based show. Okay, you are the worst. <laughs> I was I was playing the personification of CNN. Oh God! <laughs> in a play based off what? of how, No Logo by Naomi. Klein. How did you ever get on a show as cool as Orphan Black? <laughs> You, oh my God. It was really political. <laughs> Stick to the Murdoch mysteries. Oh my God, I'm sweating. I'm so embarrassed right now. I was dressed like a giant microphone. Oh, that God. said CNN across oh it. Like, oh, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Oh dear. And there was I another character who was a Nike swoop and another one that oh, was a giant. No, a swoop. No, yeah, and no. another one that was a giant can of Coke. It was based off of No Logo by Naomi Klein. We called it, we called it Faux Logo. Oh. <laughs> oh. I believe it's a swoosh, by the way, not a swoop. Okay, it, was, it is a swoosh. <laughs> Good looking yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And that was with my own theater company. That was your own theater company. Yeah. You were funding this. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And you, and you don't recall the fourth thing. <laughs> the fourth time I broke my foot, it... <laughs> I, I thought I had repaired my foot and they had given me orthotics and I had worn them properly and I had been so diligent and then like a year later we went and ultrasounded it to see how it was and they're like, okay, your your fourth metatarsis is healed but your fifth is, is broken. And I was like, what? When did that happen? And then I had a different broken bone in my foot. I don't know what happened. I think I've... Why don't you keep, Ugh. like, a safe around your foot or something? <laughs> like, why are you even letting it out of the house? I gotta live, Scott. That's true. Uh, That's I gotta true. Live. I've always said that about you. You are alive. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I'm sweating so much right now. I'm, uh, right. I'm, I'm sure the coffee doesn't help. <laughs> Let's get to our next guest. And uh, you guys are going to be really interested in this person. Mm-hmm. And I know nothing about her. It, it's... Uh, it's almost like when someone comes on like this, it's like, wow, there's a wealth of information I don't know, and I get to now just feed on that like a succubus and just get all of that information out and just like rub it all over my face. Um, all I have is her name. That's enough for me. Please welcome Janice Cramps. Hello. Hi, I'm pregnant. Oh, <laughs> congrats. Hi. Hi. That's Thank amazing. You so much. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Well, how, how many? I mean, I'm three months in. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So this. So you're pre- you're pregnant. Did you yeah, come here to announce it? When? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about my. <laughs> I wanted to talk about my. Experience of being pregnant and okay. like just what that's like. So you're a pregnant woman. I'm a pregnant woman. I'm th- <laughs> I'm three months pregnant and okay. get this, get this, yeah, get this. I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. Your stomach gets bigger as the baby inside you grows. Yeah. Okay. Can you yeah. believe that? Are you, can, is, can I ask a question? Yeah. Is that because the baby is pushing it out, or is it the stomach is growing at the same rate as the baby, and it's so it's always so that so that the baby always has like breathing room? Do you know what I mean? I it, don't, Scott. That question is nonsense. You're <laughs> as the baby gets bigger, the stomach gets bigger. So it pushes out almost like uh, Christian's toe, his foot. <laughs> Eventually broke. If if that were the case, wouldn't the babies break like his foot? You um, know, I look. feel like the stomach is growing, and the baby is growing as well, and they're growing at the same rate. Here's the thing: I'm Scott. miming it right now. Do yeah. you have a penis? Uh, you're looking right at it. You're, Do you you're have literally, a penis? You're literally staring at it. If you don't, then it. what is that? 
What you're, is that? You're flicking it with your finger right what now. What is it? Why is it out of your pants right now? Well, that's how I do the show. I know, but it's creepy. <laughs> do you? Yes, I do have is a penis. Is this a penis? Yeah, stop. Is Ow. what I am flicking Ow. a penis stop or it. is it a pendulum? It, uh... <laughs> or is your penis a pendulum? A pendulum as in like in a in a clock? Yeah, the pit and the pendulum as in the, the uh, Edgar Allan Poe short yeah. story. Okay, is it a pendulum? Uh, no, it's a penis. That's right. <laughs> At what point are you making right now? My point now? is, you you know what? You just don't know what it's like when you're pregnant. I mean, you don't understand how that works. You don't understand what that feels like when you have life inside of you. So what is it like? So, well, I'll start by saying that I knew the moment it happened. I've heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can really feel something attaches to, oh God! To your, it, to what you have inside. What, what do you, what have? Do you have? Yeah. For me, it's a treasure trove of eggs and goo and <laughs> spit and someone spitting in there all the way back there. <laughs> I mean, I look. Spit comes from somewhere, and I think it comes from <laughs> your deep in your vagina. Re- okay, okay. But how do we spit then? If I spit out my mouth, where's that spit coming from? Yeah, that's a good point. Have you ever been out of a vagina before? Have you been birthed from a vagina? So we got it. I in was our from own my mother's, mother's womb, yes, untimely that's ripped. How spit Caesarean, happens. what's up? Okay. Well, there's still spit in the womb. Okay. <laughs> is that what that fluid is? Yeah, it's spit. Can, can I ask you a question, Janice? Have, have you been to a doctor yet? Not yet, no. I'm doing a full on home birth. But you know you're pre- like you need to go to a doctor to find out if you're pregnant or not. Oh no, I I know because my stomach's getting bigger, and I knew when 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 he came at me. But usually at three months, you're not really showing yet at that point. Oh well, I'm really showing. I mean, I can don't I ask know. You, maybe... Can I ask you a totally tangentially unrelated question? Absolutely. What's your diet been re- recently? Only pasta, only sauce, and a couple, <laughs> and a couple of chocolate cases. Um, meaning box of chocolates. Oh, cases. Um, okay. But, you know, I'm eating for two at this point. So. You've talked about pasta now, like, in a sexual way as well mm-hmm. as your diet. Do you think that there's yeah. a connection there in terms of a fetish or is that? Right. Yeah. That's a beautiful question. Are you a linguine lover? Uh, sure. I love some linguine. I, I mean, I guess, you know, I've never thought of it as as a sexual fetish, but I suppose – Yes, pasta goes in my mouth and in my pussy hole mm-hmm, I, in, mm-hmm. in, in more ways than one. Wait, in how many ways? More <laughs> than one. Uh, two? Wait, like in the pee hole and in the regular hole? Look, I'm now when did this become about my sex life? I, but you started. <laughs> you started. I'm, here's what I'm worried about. Okay. You, when did you start eating for two? The minute the, that he ejaculated? Yeah, that night. Mm-hmm. That night. Because I knew, I was like, I just got pregnant. And to and be so, clear, he did that inside you, right? He did what? The ejaculate. The ejaculate. Oh, yeah. He did, yeah. He did. yeah. That was inside me. That okay. was And it was inside your vagina or it your was mouth? Because he was soft like noodles. So there's it like was kind of a. inside the bedroom. Inside the bedroom. But what part of your body was it inside? It was. Un- Wait, did he just ejaculate into a sock inside the bedroom? And you're that's what makes you say it was inside? <laughs> 
I, I mean, I, yes, there was a sock involved and maybe, uh, you know, but I'm pregnant. And, I, and, and that's the, you know, the thing about pregnancy is when you're eating for two and you have a baby growing in you, there's, uh, you start to notice emotional shifts. So, so like uh, immediately that night when Maurice threw that sock away, I was like, well, I'm pregnant. Well, here I am pregnant, full of a baby. You Let's know, eat. Full of a couple babies. Let's eat. Mm-hmm. Let's like get. You this. think you have a couple of babies? Yeah. Did I've you got do anything triplet. with the sock after he threw it away? Did you go and retrieve it? And yeah, I got it up out of know? the trash you... can. Okay. I just. Where, <laughs> why are you keeping tabs on the sock? Because of the science, Scott. I'm interested in science. I'm an actor. You're I learn weird, you're things. A weirdo. I study. <laughs> what do you want to put it around your broken foot? Maybe you it would give me weirdo. some support. Maybe it would give me some support, Scott, unlike a, a you. A big, stiff, crusty sock? Yeah. It would bind to my foot like well, a cast. That's right. I, well, apo- I apologize for thank you. Thank Janice. you. <laughs> no, I'm not, no, I'm apologizing. You're apologizing. Okay. No, I'm apologizing okay. for you. I take you. back my thanks. I take back my thanks. Well, it, wasn't, it was in reference to you, but it wasn't for you. So uh, I retrieved the sock. Okay. I put my hand in it and made a sock puppet because mm. that's – the first thing you should do when you find a lone sock. Right. This one was full of semen. Yeah. So I put my hand in it, and I talked like yeah. a little sock puppet. So it's almost like a puppet that swallowed. <laughs> um, sure. And, and I don't then, know why you've run out of patience uh, with me. Sure, whatever. <laughs> and then I, I, I you know, it's, there's something about... Here's the thing. All the women in my family are so fertile. Mm. Like, they, they always have been. I, I, and I've always known that as soon as I'm around... S- sex. S- sex, sperm, yeah. semen, <laughs> spit, <laughs> sauce. Yeah, all the S's. That there I am. It's like osmosis. You can get pregnant by osmosis. Mm. So you've what been if you're, pregnant before? Yeah. I've been pregnant before. Oh, I'll you be have. pregnant again. You, yeah. So you have children. So, well, I, they never resulted in births, no. But I did bring them to term. Okay. What do you? What does that mean? What do you? I don't, I don't know what that means. It means. What does it mean? It means. Like, I guess in the past. Um, okay. <laughs> Final cop to it. In the past, uh, my prior babies have been um, have been just just wait. Weight gain, um, but I think this time is different. I, I think. Wait, so the previous babies, when you say you brought them to turn term, you you ended up just losing weight, and then after nine months, I lost some weight. I, I joined a gym and lost some weight. Okay. So I, I, you know, at the nine month mark when I knew I wasn't going to have a baby, uh-huh. I said, "Oh, this is this, this is must a problem be, at this point." Mm. I said, so, "This must be weight gain." Uh-huh. But you're feeling the feelings uh-huh. of pregnancy. Uh huh. So, your last name, Cramps, mm-hmm. was that like you had a family member in like medieval England? Who yeah, was it was almost like their cramps. job was yeah, to have cramps and to birth babies. Is that just like something that genetically your family goes through is having cramps? Maybe you're feeling your family cramps instead of yeah. being pregnant. Oh, like phantom cramps? Yeah, ghost cramps. Oh, you said that so <laughs> fast. Um well, Cramps is Maurice's family name, and and I'm married into the oh, Cramps right. family. Okay. Right, but right. I I will say that you know, and Maurice I, is not related to you before marriage. Um, what was your wait, what's your maiden name? Whoa, 
Just one cramp? Just one. Yeah, not plural. Okay, so this is two different families. Wait, yeah, were you so. both cramp, and then you married and became cramps? That's exactly oh, what happened. God. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. Jesus. Meet the cramps. Meet the cramps. Oh, boy. Right. Summer blockbuster comedy <laughs> yeah. hit. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> not sure. Box office right. darling. More like a horror film that uh, won't end. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, <laughs> I, but I know that I'm pregnant. At, at this moment. I know that this one is a baby. Why don't we take a test? This one is triplets. Uh, okay, triplets. I, I'd be happy to take okay, a test. Okay, here we go. I've got okay. one in my pocket here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you carry pregnancy tests with you? Let me open the package. Oh, my God. This is just a, your standard pee, pee test. Wait, this is... What? You, you've unwrapped a quiz. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a pregnancy test. She can't just take a no, quiz. No, it asks you, are you pregnant? Yes. No, that's circle this Y use- or circle N. This is useless. Yes. I'm circling Christian. Y. I'm circling Y. And, okay. and uh, th- there You're we pregnant. go. You're pregnant. See, I told you, Scott. It's okay. legit. All right. Okay. <sighs> I told I you so. all. I guess so. Have you told your husband? I haven't yet, no. Okay. No. Has he inquired about the uh, the old midsection? <laughs> he did he did say to me actually yesterday when I was having a nice cup of coffee in my living room. This is this the, the morning? With a book of poetry. This is the morning. He did come into the kitchen poetry and say right in the morning. He said, Why the fuck are you getting so fat? And I said, Maurice <laughs> I didn't I didn't answer. Can him. I ask what ethnicity is he? <laughs> <laughs> Caucasian. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, sounded like you're doing some oh, sort no, no, of a no. voice. No, no, no. He's Caucasian. Okay. All right. Um, do you feel a pressure to continue his line? Mm. To continue. He seems like a forceful man. It's kind yeah. of both. It's both of your a... line, though, also. It's her line, too. Right. But, you know, the a, a man wants to find a fertile woman in order to continue his legacy. Yeah. It's yeah. almost as if yeah. he doesn't exist if he doesn't have... Someone to reflect that back upon him. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because he did the other morning when I was having a cup of coffee in the kitchen. This is a different morning? This is a different morning. Oh. What were you I reading at this point? writing a book of poetry. Oh, wait, <laughs> can I ask you a different question? Were you just reading your own book on this, yes, on this next yes. day? Yes, I was okay. rereading it just to make sure I was happy with the poetry. Okay. Um, he came in and he said, you better give me a male heir. That's what he said to me. Right. Mm. So I knew that. Yeah. You know, I think there is a pressure there. There. Yeah. It sounds like it. And I think you know, but ultimately, it it comes down to as a woman. Mm-hmm. Do you want babies? As that, a woman. That's what it comes down to. Do you want babies? Do you feel like you can will yourself to have babies? Oh yeah. By just wanting right. Oh yeah. If you can dream it, you can do it. Walt Disney. I don't think that's the exact quote. That is the exact quote. If you can dream it, you can do it. Walt Disney. Wow. He said Mm. Walt Disney? He said Walt Disney. (laughs) That's a very (laughs) end of the quote. To make sure that everyone attributed it. I think he ended most of his quotes with Walt Disney. Yeah. That's right. Well, I mean, congratulations in six months on either your weight loss or a baby. Well, nope. This one's a baby. Triplets. 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 Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to name them? We did the test. I'm going to name them Christian. Oh, my God. Tatiana. Wow. Oh, my wow. God. Thank you so much. Wait, is that after us? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Sorry. No, How I just, vain they, are there's you? There's ego on this No, guy. but No, but it was a bit strange because, like, Those are our names. I don't know you. if you've been paying attention. But oh, it, I haven't. No. What are your names? I'm Christian. Hi, James. I'm Scott. I'm Tatiana. I'm pregnant. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Number six. Oh, so good. So right. So just. So just. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We are, man, I got to tell you, we're only halfway through this episode. (laughs) What? That can't be true. Let's let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to hear number five and then number four in the countdown. Very exciting. We'll be right back with more Comedy Bang Bang. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. And reminder, Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Lisa. Lisa's done away with that awkward mattress showroom experience we've all suffered through by creating a luxury mattress ordered completely online, shipping for free to your doorstep, compressed in a box the size of a mini fridge. It's a 10-inch mattress, and it comes in all sizes. It's crafted with three unique foam layers, and the Lisa mattress is 100% made in the USA and ships for free to anywhere in the USA and the Canada. Lisa gives you 100 nights to try your mattress risk-free, and for every 10 they sell, they donate one to a shelter. So go to lisa.com slash bangbang, L-E-E-S-A dot com slash bangbang, enter promo code bangbang at checkout to get $75 off. <laughs> Comedy bang bang! Comedy bang bang! Power wheels! Power wheels! <laughs> Uh, welcome back. Paul F. Tompkins here, Hi. and we're cracking the top five now. I'm, I'm Paul F. Tompkins. What, it's just, I feel like if someone I, was, someone downloaded this, they fast-forwarded yes. to this point, you say, Paul F. Tompkins here, they uh, they think you're, like, broadcasting. They would style. Mis- yes, they would misunderstand. I was saying Paul F. Tompkins here, and uh, here, referring to me. you, I'm, is, is I'm, I'm located him. here. But I am not Paul F. Tompkins, certainly, no. nor would I ever pretend to be. Scott Ackerman here. I, look, there are certain situations where maybe I would pretend to be Paul F. Tompkins. Let's say uh, you called me up and you were like, Scott, I can't get home. And Janie is expecting me to make yes. love to her. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we Would you mind – we keep it very dark in the house. Yes. Well, it's, you, it's pitch black in there. It's like a, slipping into the side door. Like a cave, yeah. Yeah, just slip in the side door. Go under the covers. Yeah. <laughs> do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. <laughs> do what I need you to do. And that would be the only, one of the only oh. reasons to pretend to be. See, I feel like. You're, you, you you get off on talking about this shit. Yeah, well, at least I don't get off on doing it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Are you accusing me of liking having sex with my wife? Yes. <laughs> you dirty pig. <laughs> dirty pig. All right, let's get to, oh. let's get, let's crack the top five. This is your number five. Number five. Okay, this is. Okay. Okay. This is an episode from June 20th. Hmm. So who knows what's going on? This is episode 429. 620. <laughs> an episode called Almost Mandatory. Mm-hmm. And these are two people named Jason Manzukas, been on the show many times. Many times. And of course, Thomas Middleditch. This sure. is now his third appearance on the Great. countdown. Great. Now, what are you now? Why are know. you upset at Thomas Middleton? You know, it just seems like there was a time when people really enjoyed my work on the show, and now you've it just been seems on. Like, let's count how many times you've been on the countdown. <laughs> you literally this the, year, this the, year, the one we just played was you. <laughs> the historic rap, great. That's Classic. number one, Montreal, perfect. Number two, uh, love is thicker than water. So, number three, so good. time, Bobby four. Mm-hmm. Number four, great one, Sydney. Number five. Right. Well, the tour ones don't count because, well, oh, no, because I guess they do because there was one that I wasn't on and I made it into the best. Scrounging and lounging six. You've mm-hmm. been on the countdown six times so far. Why not seven? Well, maybe you will be. Oh, you think? I think you might be. 
All right, this is almost mandatory, and um, this was, uh, yeah, Jason Manzoukas and Thomas Middleditch, and uh, Middleditch, who we all know from uh, Silicon Valley, uh, he is the titular Silicon. Um, he is playing a an improvising a character named Edmund Carlyle, um, a uh, British fellow, and this is all improvised, obviously, and uh, never been on the show before, and uh, this is just all off the top of uh, the head. Wait, what? The character had never been on the show before. Never been on the show before, nor since. And uh, this is all just something new. So for those of you who say, don't do so many sequels, don't do, uh, (laughs) you know, all this stuff that you've always done, this is all brand new. There you go. So why don't you take this and choke on it? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Bitch, Ben. Choke on it, bitch. (laughs) Little Jesse Pinkman for you. (laughs) Choke on it, bitch. Listen. Mr. White. Mr. White. Mr. White. Choke on it, bitch. (laughs) I felt I had a better grasp on it. Why wasn't I in the countdown more? No, this guy lost it too. Yeah, yeah, we both lost it. It's very elusive. Yeah. The Jesse Pinkman, very elusive. (laughs) Speaking of the elusive Mr. Pinkman, let's hear him not be in this episode. This is your number five. (laughs) Number five. You're, you're living a life that is so rich. You've got the hobby shop. You've got your amateur barrister stuff going on. You're here yes. on a case. Yes. And then you're also doing, doing reenactments. reenactments. That, yes. would, that must take up all of your time. Unless do you, you do any reenactments of future events? Uh, how would that be a reenactment? That would wouldn't just that be, be a, an enactment. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a, like a, a prophecy of some kind? <laughs> now, <laughs> you're, now you're starting to think interestingly. <laughs> Have you ever thought about re, uh, about enacting prophetic uh, scenes from future events? Um, I've never thought about it. What about the Book of but Revelations? If you were happen. to reenact something from the Book of Revelations, that's a prophecy. I suppose that's true. So it would actually not be a reenactment. It's it always just... a way to, to branch out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I must admit, uh, I don't have all that much more time to bring out more well, enactments. Because these that. three things, the reenactments... And then there's sto- my sex parties. Oh, you also have sex parties. Quite, quite a lot. Did you attend, them. host, both? I Film? host. I'm the, I'm the Grand Chancellor of the <laughs> West... <laughs> Coxburg, uh, you well have these named. in West Coxburg. West, well named West Coxburg, uh, fuck parties, <laughs> fuck parties. Oh, wow, yeah. so you guys leave oh, nothing the, to the imagination. You're the Grand Chancellor of the fuck parties. <laughs> yeah. And what do you like to have sex with? Anything and everything. Yeah. Really, really, really. Oh, and I do mean that. Yes. Yeah. So this is, I'm assuming, because you're having sex with anything. This is an atheist organization. Quite. <laughs> it is godless and proud. <laughs> so, so what is what it, in a typical sex party? What do you normally have sex with? Whom do you have sex oh, with? What I, do you have sex I with? I have a follow up question, but go ahead. Well, I, I it's hard to say what's typical, really, because hmm. each time it's been something different. Of course, the standard guy girl trans. But then I've had sex. Like, wait, guy, girl, trans, trans or trends? Trans. So that's okay. a th- that's a which three is, way. Which one is it? Self a trend. This is a GGT. It's yeah. all of it. Mm-hmm. And then of course I've had sex with a bowl of Jello. Mm. Of course, I've masturbated on a small patch of carpet. Mm. Sure. Um, that would be a terrible sex how party. Many, yeah, as this far as I'm how concerned, how many people are attending? Is it just four people? 
No, there's a there's a whole it's a whole squad. Is it like an eyes wide shut kind of situation, or is it Your like masks? a bunch of gross oh, look, a gr- look, bunch of gross I'll, slobs I'll, on treadmills? I'll tell you, fellows, if you're not if you're trying to get a list of names out of them, oh, no, 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 it won't happen. Well, no. that's okay. We wouldn't know any of them anyway, unless they're celebrities. Well, describe one. Oh. Just describe <laughs> one of these people you've had sex with. All right, okay. Uh, it's got uh, short hair. Or he's quite tall. Um, hosts a podcast. <laughs> uh, he's got a uh, light grey. Wears a lot of light grey with polka dot shirts. Okay, so Wait a minute! I'm looking Sounds down. A lot like Scott Arkerman. <laughs> I, I, I went to England last year. I certainly didn't participate. Did you go in to any, any sex? Did parties. you go to any sex parties? I went to, parties? I, no, I, I did go to one party and in Coxburg. In Coxburg, but and there was a guy. Now that I think about it, there was a guy rubbing up against the carpet, but uh, nothing else unusual happened. Hmm. You well, sure? I don't think so. I mean, uh, it's all right if you don't want to say. If you don't want to say, hey, come on, man, you and I. <laughs> Is that how this connection was made? Because I was wondering how Edmund found himself here. Oh, come on, Edmund. Look, we can. You've stick, blown up my spot here. We can stick with the amateur barrister. Oh, yeah, let's just know? talk about the amateur barrister thing. Oh, we don't have to talk about how you and I. I'm sorry. Look, I thought it was a special time. Well, I was I was on vacation. With... Oh, hey, hey, man. Hey. Sorry, we didn't know you were here. Oh no, totally. I just want to know what you guys were talking about. I couldn't hear because you were whispering. Oh, nothing. We're, he he had a case of mistaken identity, and I was saying, oh, that's odd that you would have a case of mistaken identity. Yeah. And we okay. laughed. Quite odd. We laughed about it. Uh, yeah, we had a good chuckle. It was okay. it was. Ha, ha. Mine was sort of like this. Ha 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 ha. Mine would have been like, um, oh ho ho. Bit but like we were doing those clothes. simultaneously. If you yeah. couldn't hear it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting yeah mm-hmm. anyway uh okay. welcome to the show let's get back to that amateur barrister stuff that's a wealthy mine yes wealthy vein wealthy uh, a vein, vein? vein. Of you know gold of gold like yeah a, like a veiny cock. Ve- this is like a ve- look <laughs> do you like varicose veins on your on your women I, you know I mean, what? If, you know, if like they a, have them, they if have a sturdy them. woman has some uh, varicose veins, I think that's fine. But I mean, like, get her on the treadmill, work them <laughs> off. <laughs> I'd like to, you know, and sometimes I'll just fuck the varicose veins right off abroad, you know? Just like bingo, bango, it's out just of Just like it. Back to the Future, they yep. disappear? Yep, just fades out like a pit, like the picture in Back to the Future. Uh-huh. Oh. So what are you doing in America other than this case? Oh, yeah. What are, you, what, are you having anything fun? Well... Ooh. I'm going uh, going to the beach a lot here in Los Angeles, getting some sun. Mm-hmm. Um, um, do, you, do you do any fuck partying while you're here in L.A.? Oh, yes, naturally. Mm. Yeah. I've been to a few. I went to an Alice in Chains fuck party. Is this the band Alice in Chains, or is, or is this, this it someone a- named Alice in Chains? <laughs> Yes. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you know, it, she's quite famous in England. Alison Is she? Alison Chains. Yes. How do you spell her last name? Uh, C-H-A-Y-N-Z. Z. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you are from England. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. You really nailed it. I was sort of yeah. not, really, yes. not really buying it for a minute, but then you said Z. So well, she's a YouTuber. Oh, she is. Oh, okay. I love YouTube stars. Oh, you oh, do? Yeah. Is that what you look at for fun? Yes. Who's your favorite? Alison Chains. Alison Chains, of course. <laughs> who's and that one like, who does Dear Fat People? That's so funny. Oh, it's quite. Oh, I don't know yeah, what that it's is. It's very funny. I like uh, Rodney Positive. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Teen Gentleman. Jenna Marbles. What about Jenna Marbles? By the way, oh, these Jenna could Marbles. all be real things, and I would not know. <laughs> 
That's the world we're living in. Yep. Look, you can't know everything in the world. <laughs> Rodney positive? <laughs> like, that That might be a real person. I imagine it is. I hope it is. You must assume that it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what uh, when you are here in L.A., what is the – have you seen any sites? Have you gone to any, any place interesting? I went to the observatory. Oh, oh yeah. the Griffith Observatory. Yes, and I went there and I said, could I borrow the telescope for a minute? Did they let you? Yes. Oh, okay. And I pointed it down to downtown Los Angeles mm-hmm. on one of the buildings. The big giant telescope that they used to look up into Mars and all that? Yes. You pointed that, that down into Los Angeles? Yes. Wow. I saw in a, in a building, I saw a young boy getting scolded. <laughs> okay. Oh. This is interesting. Okay. Okay. So this well, is, is this part of your case? I can't say. Oh, oh okay. interesting. That's a smart move. <laughs> to spy on somebody, to use a giant telescope from miles away. <laughs> So this is downtown? This is somewhere in downtown? Somewhere in downtown. A little boy's getting scolded. By whom? By whom? By an older woman. An older woman. Ooh. She was She was wearing... This sounds a, like uh, Don't Stand So Close to Me by the police. <laughs> Young <laughs> teacher. She was wearing a dress. Ah. And she had her hair up. Okay. <laughs> and you're... Do you... Are you an amateur lip reader as well? I am. You are. So what was she saying? She said, don't... Play with the with the water heater. Mm-hmm. Oh, Stop wow. playing with the water heater. Stop playing with the water heater. What do you think that means? Well, I did see that in the background there was a water heater. Okay. okay. So must have been mucking around with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this is interesting. Oh, wow. So, Quite. So then, Quite. How, long did, how, long how did she punish him? Well, I just, she wagged a finger and then he held his head down. Uh, not, he didn't hold it down. But his his head was down, his ashamed, head was down ashamed. In an ashamed stance. And then she put, uh, they both put their coats on and they walked out. Really? So I think he just sort of had a talking to and yeah. then that was that. And yeah. then they went out and had the day together. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you follow them out the building and watch them? The man at the observatory said, that, that's a time. You've, that's you've, your time. So they let anyone borrow that telescope? Yeah, for... don't, you, don't you know? You just got to <laughs> ask. You, just... and you almost said ask, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and not ask. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So how long was your time? How long did you have it? It ended up being about 30 seconds. Oh, wow. First, a uh, good 10 seconds was finding what I wanted to look for. <laughs> okay, so 10 seconds looking for it, 30 seconds yeah. watching it. They've got these big cranks, and you've got to, you know, manually, swirl, yeah, manually yeah. crank them around. Right, yeah. So it took a bit for the telescope to get there. Uh, 10 seconds, you said? Do you want the play-by-play? Yeah, I wouldn't it's mind not it, that Jason. Well do you documented. Want, I mean, yeah, ten seconds to get the <laughs> telescope around. Yeah, hold on, I've got it in my books. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that is a giant. Oh book. wow, like it's a legend. Have you written down everything you've ever done in your a life? Barrister here? must always oh, right. document his actions. See, it is oh, part wow. of the case. Look at this. Right. At 3.04 and 5 seconds, I had the control of the telescope. Okay. And 3.04 and 17 seconds, I found the building I was looking for. Mm. And then at 3.04, 49 seconds, I was told to give up the control of the okay. telescope. Okay. 32 seconds just watching it. Wow. Yes. And then at 3.05 and one second, I saw uh, a small girl take a shit in the corner <laughs> of the observatory. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. That's, that's wow, like you, another mystery. I don't want to. 
to be on that case, I'll tell you <laughs> that. If they hadn't taken that telescope away from you, you would have missed that. Yes. You would have maybe seen the effects of it, smelled the smell. It's true. But I didn't need to see all the poo right. come out. That is a giant book. Let me, can, do, can do I ask you? Do people ever want to do like poo stuff and pee stuff at the fuck parties? It's almost mandatory. <laughs> oh, almost? <laughs> it's it's a, an unwritten rule? Almost mandatory. How does that work out? Well, I don't... I don't no one's this. ever not done it. Yeah. You, you haven't had to yeah. you're not gonna make, make a any, rule. You're not going to make anybody, but it's going to get done. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't had to ask. I've, right. I've, I've said... Um, I have one time... Um, I have to come up to someone and said, I noticed you haven't... <laughs> defecated or, or urinated oh. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Would you like to maybe join in the fun? Oh, so everybody else was doing it for sure. Yes, and, I, and it turns out I, it was a good thing I came up to him because he said, oh, I didn't know if now was the time. I said, right. of course it is. Oh, Look yeah. at everyone else. We're do, we're all said, doing it sounds it. like a very supportive environment. Oh, it's very positive. Does Can I ask you this? This I wanted to ask this earlier when we were having this conversation. Does a reenactment hmm. ever lead to a period-specific fuck party? <laughs> It's mainly why we do it. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, this dinner no, party one doesn't sound that interesting. There's no better way to get over the British Civil War than by fucking the people <laughs> that having, you've been fighting all day. Than uh, having yeah. the, the, the round heads and the royalists go at it fuck style. This, yeah. this dinner party one with the little person playing the dog, does he get fucked a lot? It's mainly why we changed from dog to smallie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just right. to make it less weird for the people who were have that. to have yeah. sex with it. Yeah. Yeah, because you do have to. Mm-hmm. I've noticed this book. You've written down, I'm sort of flipping through it here, sure. you've written down almost everything that's ever happened to you in your life to yes. the second. Yes, there's a lot there. This is incredible. I mean, you can basically look back on your entire life and see, you know, everything that's made you the person that you but are. But it also begs the question, if you are constantly reporting the events of your life, are you living them? I guess it asks that, but I, I think what's maybe more fun is actually like reading some of this stuff. Go right ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Have a look. All right. Well, I mean, you know, there's I a like, lot. There's a lot there's of putting marmalade. Here. And remember, all of the dates and times are going to be British. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We have our own. We have our own time system. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's exactly what everyone else's time system is. It's just. We're we're, we're about seven hours. Seven hours ahead. Yeah. So I don't think I have to necessarily adjust. Adjust. I have to adjust it in my head, (laughs) just mentally. So you know, I can just read what's on the paper here. I don't have to adjust in seven <laughs> hours so that we can relate to it. <laughs> Granted, Do we? Three p.m. will still be three p.m. at the time, but just sure. so everyone knows, I will have to say <laughs> that it is actually more like eight a.m. where we are. Just uh-huh. make sure people know. Okay, all right. Because like, before I was reading Times from here in L.A. and mm-hmm. people, that was a given. Yeah. All right, right. Well, let me go back to the very beginning. Let me go back to the first page. Sure. I mean, you sure. Oh my God, this is, how old of a man are you, by the way? I'm 18. (laughs) (laughs) So. Which is the way that British people say 18. Right. I am 18 years old. Well, I did not see that coming. Yeah, I've put on a few years in my face. (laughs) Yeah. Did not. I was going to say. Conservatively look. Do you put, 37 years old. Do you do you put fake gray in your beard by the way? No, it's just been a it's just been a real uh, you know I may seem like a happy go lucky guy. Now. You do. It's just been a while to get here, you know, yeah. emotionally speaking. Okay. Well, let me you've let had me a, you've had a hard life. Well, I think you know Scott's going to read yeah, some of yeah. it. Well, let me uh, the first entry here is actually September 3rd, 1998. Yes. Uh, and we have uh, 401 
p.m. and 20 seconds, which I guess would be... <laughs> 10.01 p.m. in 20 seconds right. for our time? Do I really have to now adjust this all now the time <laughs> here in California? Listeners, now we know. And make sure at home, wherever you are, you're adjusting Scott's information for the time zone the that time you're in. time where you are. So if you're in Chicago, yep. or we're actually talking more Boston, like... Boston, or if you're in, I don't know, Australia. Iceland, Iceland, Iceland sure. Yeah. It's just you could like be other anywhere. places. Do you think you have any listeners from Iceland? Uh, I, I would imagine, yeah. I mean, I bet if you're from Iceland, write in on the uh, forums and just you let know, us know. If let from, us know if you're from Reykjavik. And let me I've know. I've had a couple of good fuck parties in Reykjavik. Really? Oh yes. And be- definitely for sure, if you're from Iceland and you're posting on the boards, include a post from whatever dumb band you're in. <laughs> yeah, of course. Because <laughs> every single person in Iceland is in a band. And there's a lot of strong men there. Oh, really? Ever since... Uh, strong suppose, men, meaning since, professionally strong? Yes, because they had a quite a famous one called uh, Magnus for Magnuson. Oh, he was yeah. quite a bit strong. Mm. A bit strong. And Didn't um, he win the strongest man in the world competition? Many times. Yeah. And so now there's a big culture of these... Strong large, men who think just because I'm from Iceland, I can be a strong man where too? Where they're the closest language and culture to real Vikings. Oh, okay. So it's a bit scary. Uh, there was a, I, did a, I went to an improv festival once, and there was a team from what Iceland. A nerd. I know, total nerd. <laughs> you think this guy's a nerd? Says yeah, the I, recreator well, I am. Of, of 8th century dinner parties. <gasps> what a tweet as always. <laughs> All right, let me at read least, this. Let me read at this. At least my, my little party's ending. Roll. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, no, I, I don't think any group. of your improv festivals are ending in everyone what having sex gonna, or anyone having that's sex. That's not true, but I will say that <laughs> the, I, the team from Iceland, uh, like to me, appeared to be like a team of Vikings. They mm-hmm. were hard drinking, loud partying, just rowdy. They were, I really enjoyed them. They were very funny. And there was like 16 of them. <laughs> All right, let me read this. September 3rd, 4.01 p.m. in 20 seconds. I am born. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just one sentence. I am born. Yeah. Wow, that was your birthday. Yeah, I came out very well ahead in terms of reading and writing. Right, right. Wow. That's amazing. You're going to turn 19... A uh, couple months. In a couple months. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Wow. So yeah. you did you write this the minute you got out there? You just yeah. wrote To I be am- a barrister uh, at this young an age is almost impossible. Is that why you're an amateur? Uh yes. I'm studying for my barrister's exam, my 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 exams. So being an amateur barrister is on your way to being a barrister. It is not like a consolation prize for not getting to be yes, a barrister. Yes, there are ranks. Yep. There's neophytes, uh, amateur, there's journeyman. Is there professional? Do you ever get to go pro? There's master and grandmaster. Okay, wow. There's no professional, really. Yeah. I'm but, still paid as an, even as an amateur, but of it's course. just my ranking. Okay, I see. I get this, I think. Let me let me flip through the book. I wrote that with my um, embryonic fluid. <laughs> you did? Oh, wow. Yeah, well, as you can see, it sort of looks... A let bit, me taste it here. I mm, don't do that. That's a little salty. Doing? That's very strange. Very strange. What a strange... Yeah, why would that be your... I hope there's your... nothing else in the book that one could taste. <laughs> oh, there's quite a lot. <laughs> Let me flip ahead to, uh, let's look at uh, one of the more recent ones. Okay, this sure, this yeah. is all the way at the end of the book. This is June 17th, 2016. Oh, wow, this is just a couple of days ago. 6.31 a.m., which, okay, what would that be? Wait, we, 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 you were, ostensibly you were here in California, though. Yes. Okay, so it's 6.31 a.m. here as well. Yes. Should we adjust it for England, though? Yep. It just in case. Okay. Just so for, the, be, just for our, our, our listeners in the UK. So that'd be 131, I would imagine, uh, uh, there no, in the I UK? I think it's um, 11. 
six plus seven. No, no that's one. I believe it's one thirty-one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was never a, good at math. You're a dumb shit. He's eighteen years old. Yeah, oh, that's true. Remember, when do you learn math? Later, nineteen. Yeah, really? no. In in England, you learn maths at thirty-seven years. Oh, old. okay. <laughs> um, this appears to be an strange fluid. Uh, and it's it, all written in fluids. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, everything is. Yeah. I think. I mean, other than graphite, I guess. When it's a pencil, well, is that not just the fluid of the pencil? Is that is graphite not just pencil ejaculate? <laughs> I, I mean, if you I've handle never it, about it, if you handle it correctly, I, you know, <laughs> if you handle anything correctly, you can make it, can it come. You can make it. <laughs> I've always said that. <laughs> why, are you, why have you been stroking my finger this entire interview? You'll by the see. Way? Okay, well, we'll see. Uh, this is written in like a dark fluid. Yes, uh, and it just says, uh, "I am the god of death. I have enacted everything that I hope to enact here." In the States, I have enacted my revenge. They are dead. They are all dead. Oh, wow. yeah. I was um, talking. That's okay. This That's my, that's written in my sheets. And oh, I'm referring did to. Did you? Wait, hold on. And I'm referring to the. T- <laughs> Again, salty. I'm referring to the turds that I put out my butthole. So uh, they're all dead because I flushed them and they're gone. Wait, you flushed them, but then what are you writing it in? My te- well, I, so I, before you flushed it, you took a little scoop? <laughs> yeah. A little and scoop. Do you, now, do you put the little scoop on your finger or do you like have like some sort of writing implement that you use to like scoop it up? I in? normally do, but yeah. the bathroom, I didn't bring it with me because I think that's disgusting. Of course. <laughs> bring your writing implement into the bathroom with well, you? Well, I don't, I try not to do a lot of writing <laughs> while I'm on the toilet. Sure. But they were, they, I finally got them out. I finally flushed Finally. How long did that, how long did that Those take? Those little turds were in there for about 10 years. What? Ten, wait, ten, ten years? years? Yeah. It was, Did you age test them? I just know that I. You, you know when you, you haven't know when you, got when you haven't a couple had a rattling mo- around in there. You haven't had a movement about no, ten why? years. Why? Number five. All right, number five. How about it? How about it? Ha- Good character episode. wasn't on the show before. Now he's on it. Never will be again. Who knows? Maybe he will. Who knows? Uh, you he, know, 2017 may be so. the year of Edmund Carlyle. All right, we need to take a break. When we come back, we will crack the top four. That's right, your episode number four when we come back with Comedy Bang Bang. (laughs) Hello, I'm Chris Gethard, and here with me is dream analysis expert Gary Richardson. And we are here to give you a taste of a brand new podcast called In Your Dreams, presented exclusively by the fine folks at Casper. We listen to the wildest, weirdest dreams submitted to us by you, our listeners, and we do our best to figure out just what those dreams could possibly mean. I look over the side of my bunk bed, and there are Huey Lewis in the news. You're saying this person might have interests in style and fashion specifically. You can tell that from that voicemail. 99% certainty. Plus, we'll be joined by some very special guests. The word brutality comes to mind. Mortality? Blood. Bloodtality. Subscribe to In Your Dreams right now on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Good night. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang. Paul of Tompkins is here. I me across from me and I like you. boy, this is exciting. The number four episode of the year. Are you excited? Getting down there, man. And we should we should say this is number four. Number four. That's right, number four. 
coming up. We're in the home stretch. We literally are. I mean, we'll really be in the home stretch uh, on our next episode. Is it yes. stretch or stretch? Did you, you've thought it was home stretch? I thought it was more in the home stretch. Can I, there's a, a band that sings We Are Family. Who do you think they are? Sly in the Family Stedge. Sister, Sister Stretch. Oh, Sister Stedge. <laughs> Damn, if you had known who sang that. Would have been good. I forgot. I forgot. Why did I think it was Sly and the Family Stone? That's, look, the difference between Sly and the Family Stone and Sister Sledge is so razor thin. Ooh, oh. You know what I mean? Daylight wouldn't pass between them. <laughs> All right, this is your episode number four. This is from May 2. Mm. And you know what happens at the end of April, beginning of May? We go on tour. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Right? But before we did, we recorded this episode. This is the seventh anniversary episode. Oh, my stars and garters. Mm-hmm. As Hank McCoy, the beast, would say in comic books. <laughs> you were on this episode, so are sure. you happy now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes, Scott. Not really that hard to figure out. <laughs> uh, Jason Manzukis. Oh, he's been all over this. Yeah, I don't Jason, like that. Yeah, I don't like that at I don't all. Like that. Horatio Sands. That's yeah, great. Sure, okay. Neil Campbell. Mm-hmm. This is his first uh, appearance on the on the top ten. He's a funny guy. Should be on more. And he's in number four. And uh, we have Mike Hanford mm-hmm. and Tim Baltz. Very funny. And Drew Tarver. Both of Very those guys funny. from Bajillion. Bajillion cast My members. Bajillion friends. Very funny. That's right. Work and, friends. Mm-hmm, work friends. <laughs> and uh, this is, of course, uh, we have Mike Hanford's playing John Lennon. Neil Campbell's playing the Timekeeper. Um, you do your Tom Lennon on the phone impression. <laughs> uh, and uh, Horatio is playing Shelley Driftwood, who is <laughs> who Some, even knows how to describe him. Somewhat amorphous character, <laughs> but I enjoy him. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> gives a lot of directions. <laughs> that's right. that's his one. That's his one thing. His he one gives specific a lot thing. of directions. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's hear it. This is your number four. Number four. Did you like Elvis? I loved him. Yeah. Yeah, he taught like, me to dance. Did he? Right. Let's see a little. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. You I just see weird it. because Elvis that was, was mostly known for his lower body dancing yeah. and all of that was upper body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like a reverse river dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah lower body very a, still. A lot of shoulders. Lots yeah. of shoulders. <laughs> Yeah, and I apologize for the shoes on my feet. But no, don't it makes sense. To now it no makes need sense. to apologize. Now, now it, it makes, makes sense. sense. You probably thought I was a kook. I did, honestly. I oh. thought for a moment that you might just be like a lunatic who'd wandered in here. No, I'm not. Shoes on his hands, but Good now moves. I see you just doing dance moves. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The only way I know how, really. Is that why you're shoeless in for that particular look with your white suit? Yep. For the dancing. Wow. Right, because I was, I'll, you know, walk across with my shoes in my hand. They said, you can't do that. Well, mm-hmm. I said, well, I'm certainly not putting them on my feet mm. where you would expect. You know that Abbey Road cover? You know where you're walking uh, across the street? Now, Paul's yes. shoeless on that. Right? That's meant to indicate that he's dead. Mm-hmm. It's one of the one, one of, the of the many symbols. Signs. Was Paul dead? Like he, he was dead that afternoon. He was, and That's he came right. back to life just like you did. Is right. that where you f- first learned that people could do that? That's when I got the idea. Mm. I said, if I ever die, which I never thought I would. Yeah. I did. You did, yeah. You John, did. John Hinckley uh, saw to that, right? Uh, right quick. Yeah. In, what do you in, think about that guy? Oh, you know, everyone, it's, I can't blame him for being a bad aim. Wait, who was he? Who was he? He was aiming for Yoko. I think he was at a target practice. <laughs> uh, that's what I always thought. I never outside oh, no. your hotel. No, no, he was coming for you. For me? Yeah, yeah. Pretty well, I never did. I never it? met him. So you I know could... what was really interesting is James Taylor on Howard Stern this year said that he saw H- Hinkley 
outside the Dakota like two days prior. Really? Like, and Hinckley said something to him or something like that. There was like, he was like around. What did he say? Like, hey, I'm going to kill John Lennon yeah, in two days? In two days. Be here or be square. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if I was to kill, if so, let's say someone wanted to shoot John Lennon. What's a good time to be here? <laughs> and James Taylor's like, oh, probably eight o'clock, man. <laughs> Great, James Taylor. <laughs> oh, phone's ringing. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hello. Hey there. Hey, is this Tom again? Did you just do a James Taylor impression? I sort of did. Yeah, hippie James Taylor. Yeah, not good. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, are I'm, you rich? Uh, I'm rich. Ah, <laughs> that's a way to get him wow. off the phone. <laughs> he, he loves to say oh, it. He's he still just wow. waiting for little Gary to make an appearance. Hey, well, uh, John. Keep forgetting to ask. John, I have a question. Sure. Do you watch TV at all? And when I can, you know, if, if it's at a hotel room, I'm saying. And okay, that's the only I time don't because you don't have one on the RV. No. So, so are you in hotels a lot? Uh, if the RV's broken down, sure, I'll have to. Well, usually when it all kind of comes to shit right before I go into the uh, try to jump over the Grand Canyon, the brakes usually go. Hold, hold on a second. Don't you still live at the Dakota? I thought you said you still lived at the Dakota. I live at the Dakota. You don't have a TV there. No. So you, the only way you see a TV is if the RV breaks down, and, you're, and you, you have, have to, to stay to at some hotel. I cross the country, you know, three times a month. Sure. <laughs> right. Trying to why, do this. Why is that, by the way? Just so you can jump the Grand Canyon? Well, sometimes I'm coming out to see you. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes I'm just taking a drive that, yeah, you, you popped in the right podcast or album. You can drive all day. Oh, yeah, are you a big podcast fan? Just this one. Oh, the ones that I'm. Yep. Yep. Right, yeah. Got it. And are you ever visiting Ringo? Is that why you do some of these trips? He's always so busy and he can never do anything. Now, what's Ringo doing? He's, oh, I'm so still mad at him. Yeah, he has your guitar. That's, yes, he's got my guitar and I want it back because I want to make that country album. Yeah, the Whistling Pete album. That's right. I was hoping <laughs> the fact that you're here, you could debut some of the new Whistling nope, Pete songs. Not going to happen. Okay, well, you, you mentioned that you write songs for people on the street. Not going right. to happen. But can I will say this. Yeah. I came up with an idea that I don't need the guitar if I do a rap. Oh, well, hey, let's start the, uh, this is the free, is it a freestyle or? I don't, uh, you know, I haven't thought of it yet. Okay, but, here we oh, go. Let's, so, then, so then, yes. The okay, idea. If you haven't thought of it yet, I would <laughs> the say. The very definition of a freestyle. a freestyle. Here we yep. go. Oh, you know, hey, I'm John Lennon. How do you do? I just bought a brand new tennis shoe. Uh-oh. If you like tennis, you know where to find me. On the court. Blimey. Blimey. Thank you. Don't help him. No, I need help. You know, rap is very foreign to me. Uh, Are you... That was about two rhymes. That's pretty good for your first time. Yeah, we had, yeah that was pretty good. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think that might be the first rap track where the rapper says, rap is foreign to me. <laughs> yeah, they don't like to admit. Most rap I haven't heard. They're I'm, usually pretty boastful about how good they are. Right. You don't have many people being that modest and saying, I don't know what I'm doing. But do any, any rappers the, really know what they're the doing? The honesty of it is really I, refreshing. I, I think a lot of people will like that. Yeah. I think songs in general should start with that. Yeah. You know, just like, very like, foreign to me. I, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm going to give it my best. Unless you're uh, a I've classical pianist. That's it. Last time we saw you, you uh, uh, refuted time or you rejected time? That's true indeed. Renounced. Renounced. That's exactly what I wanted to say and uh, yet didn't. Uh, what? Well, what's up with that? Oh, well. What's up with that? Yeah. There's I believe there was a scintillating interview question. Yep. 
I believe there was a post-credits tag where something happened as well. Yes, yes. And more shall be told in the future, a wonderful time period. But for now, I'll just... Say that all is well in the world of time. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Good news. So will this episode... Uh, but f- darkness oh. looms on oh, the horizon! No. Oh, oh, no. No. I was hoping that wow. wasn't the case. Ooh, I didn't see that coming. This is some Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> mm. Wow. So are you saying time is coming? The time has come for time to come. Oh, oh wait. wait a minute. Ejaculate? The time has yes. come for time to come. Are you time? Are you the coming time? I'm, I'm uh, merely an observer oh, okay. and mm. participant. Like Uatu the Watcher. Yes. Maxwell, can I ask? Forbidden to interfere. Yep. Speaking of except Prince. W- except when he does in every comic book he appears in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of Prince, by the way, what's mm. your favorite band? Mm, Morris Day. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he went solo? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's ironic. That's oh, no. not what I would have figured. <laughs> Oh. What? I can't help it. He rocks. <laughs> oh, he's doing a disco oh, dance. Undeniable. Oh, fingers pointing undeniable. everywhere. Undeniable. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for being part of the seven years. Seven years is a wonderful amount of time. It and- is indeed. It is mm-hmm. indeed. Farewell. No, oh, stay. No, no, stay. Swept his cloak around himself. You're all the way here on the couch. By the way, this is a different cloak. What uh, describe this cloak? Is this a celebratory cloak or? Uh, this cloak has the, a red stripe to represent a certain battle I've fought through recently. With stripe from the gremlins? Yes. <laughs> stripe from the gremlins confronted me. <laughs> Said I'll I'll turn back every clock in town. I said, "Thee shall not stripe." Oh wow! And thus a battle ensued. Did this take place after the events of Gremlins Two: The New Batch? Tis true, indeed. Yes, it took place in the modern era. Oh wow. really? But weeks ago? But weeks ago. So uh, weeks are seven days, Scott. Mm. It's seven. <laughs> Is the number of the day. <laughs> Wait. Wait. You have a number seven, of the day? <laughs> seven is today's number of the Wouldn't day? Wouldn't it be a time That's of right. the day? Ding, ding, ding. Seven. You said the number of the day. <laughs> what, what happened? Do we win something? Is there a yes. prize? What is this? Uh, seven hugs. Oh. Oh, oh wow. All right. Wait, each? seven apiece or seven? Seven apiece. Seven that you're giving out. Seven apiece. To- teach. <laughs> Teach, okay. You've uh, taught me so much. Hey, I could oh, use wow. you on my rap album. Now it's an album. Oh my! I oh, would, wow! Who made an album? I want to just say, John Lennon. Far be it from me to criticize, but your rapping was terrible. It was not. Are you good. sure yeah. you should get? Are you sure all, you go, should commit to an album? I'm right not in. sure, but what I would do is write it down. That was on the spot. That's the mm. hardest thing you can do in the rap game. Do you think rappers rap uh, on the spot a lot? Or oh, I hope not, because we're paying mm. hard money, hard earned money for the album. Yeah, yeah, it's like work on it a little bit. It's right. like going to an improv show. Just write a funny show. Right. It's like those podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, so like an improv podcast. That. Just write a funny oh, podcast. Hey, uh, I would like to hear don't you rap, us, though, Maxwell. Don't make us Me? suffer through your meandering with friends. <laughs> meandering with friends, that's uh, good. That's my favorite podcast. I would like to hear you rap. Do you want to rap? Here we go. Go I ahead. May try it. <laughs> he had no choice. <laughs> Should there be a very topic? Uh, how about the topic of time? Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. Time. 
it's on my side. And so is my lovely bride, or at least I wish she would stand there, but she's away. She's not here. Okay, she don't exist. I wish she did, and then I would miss her. When she is gone away, I wouldn't cry like I do each day. Time. Time is when I'm alone. Oh, no. Staring at the phone. He's doing his own hook. He's like Drake. Times when I'm alone. <laughs> then I go look at the clock and I cheer right up. I am happiest when I look at the pop. I like clocks, hours in minutes, one through twelve. Those are the numbers in it. I like to count the clock from one, two, three, six, five, and rock. And roll is not this song. This one's a rap, and it's gone too long. All right. Wow. Wow, that was good. That was fantastic. It should have been brief. (laughs) You didn't even have to apologize for your rapping at the end. I I haven't yet, but I probably should. (laughs) Or at the beginning. Old innovations in rap. You you do pranks. What are some of your pranks that you do? Uh, I pissed in my best friend's mom's face uh, when she came when she was over for Thanksgiving. Did she ask for it? Or was no, it did not. Was Classic not funny prank. until now. What was the setup? Wait, what was now? the setup of that prank? Right now I just like tragedy it, plus time. In the, in the telling, it's funny. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna piss in your mom's face, uh, <laughs> and then he chased me up the stairs. I knocked his teeth out with yep. my elbow. Prank knocked about four of his teeth out. He fell back, and then I started pissing on his mother, and then. <laughs> His brother and his dad tackled me and punched my face so bad that, yeah, I looked like a sack of potatoes. You know? Were you a guest at his house? Or was he oh, day yeah, I was. It was Thanksgiving. <laughs> I you was emotional for Thanksgiving because I don't have a wife or family. Now, was that's shocking. Was that, was that, on, during, the, <laughs> that during the portion where you were saying what you had been thankful for? <laughs> that would have been a great year? time to spring it. Yeah, that's a great prank. Oh, it's you know great. what I was I mean, thankful for? I'm like, oh, oh, it's a piss in your mom's face. I did. I just pulled out my fucking uh, my pastry dough. Just went to town on her face. Pastry dough. <laughs> it, uh, your penis does resemble un, 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 unrisen yeah. pastry dough. You know what it looks like? It, it looks like a roll of grands. <laughs> what? A roll of grands. Pillsbury grands. Like you, you unpeel that yeah. spiral. Yeah, package. it looks like a yeah. frozen croissant that has been like left out on the counter to defrost. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeez. That's too far. Oh, personal. Right? <laughs> God, give you an itch, Jace. Give you uh, an itch. Did you say itch? <laughs> give you an itch. A seven year itch. It takes the whole goddamn leg. My <laughs> God. <gosh>. pulls it. <laughs> number four. All right, number four. A good number. It is a, a good worthy number. Worthy number. It's in the top five numbers. <laughs> it definitely in is. In my opinion. Let's count them down. Number five. 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 <laughs> <laughs> number four. Four. <laughs> number three. Two. Two. Number one. Three. <laughs> we forgot what? number two, <laughs> which would be number one. <laughs> Even oh! we got confused. We got confused during that bit. A problem. All right, we need to wrap it up. We talked about Mr. Microphone. That was my one goal for this episode. Yes. Uh, peaked early. <laughs> what's going on? What's going on with uh, Steph Curry? What's going on with the game that you're watching? Anything happening? It's not. Uh, no, 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 no. What do you mean? It's not happening anymore. They called I, it off I don't due know. to rain. 
What are they still or making fun of his shoes? They're Wait, still playing it, but I'm not trying to watch it. Then you go ahead and watch it. Do it. Look, we've been here for the entire day. I'm saying, I'm not even saying don't watch it, Cody. I'm saying don't turn it on in the middle. Don't don't turn the sound on That's in the fair. middle of a recording. That's Just all. like, you know, first thing, check the sound level and see, well, like, is this going to make noise if I turn this on? <laughs> That's it was, and turn it on. It was like a Russian stream or something. So oh, I didn't know how to say climb. no more. Is Steph Curry playing in Russia right now? No, they just Wait, do you think he's behind the DNC hacks? Oh my god. Steph Curry's Steph our Curry's man influencing our elections <laughs> via Russia. All right. He's mad because everyone made fun of his shoes. <laughs> Let, we got to end it there. We'll be back on Thursday with uh, our top three episodes and our number one live episode and perhaps uh, something else. Oh, perhaps. Bonus. That's right. So we'll be back on Thursday. We'll see you then. Thanks. Bye. This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Want to hear Earwolf pilots before anybody else? We made a podcast feed just for you. Earwolf Presents is full of great stuff, like preview episodes for upcoming shows, peeks behind the paywall, and pilots for podcasts that haven't even been made yet. It's like getting to listen in behind the scenes here at Earwolf. Starting January 21st, Earwolf Presents will have a bunch of new pilots for you, like Edgar Montplacier's The Wokest. Catch conversations between the wokest man in the world and comedians like Reza Lachea. Also, hear upcoming pilots The Florida Cast. Wow, you're Native American too? This Week in Sports and Carl Alarm all throughout the month. Let us know what you think of them with hashtag Earwolf Presents. Subscribe to Earwolf Presents to hear more great episodes from around the network and behind the paywall, like an episode of Drew Tarver's Strictly Business with Derek Contrera, or Act One of Matt Besser's punk musical, Stolen Idea. Just search for Earwolf Presents in your podcast app and subscribe so you don't miss an update. You know, as a guy who took Spanish for three years... I didn't retain much of any of it. I have to, and three years is a long time, especially when you're a child, and that's when you learn the most things really well. But I didn't retain a lot. It's hard just learning it in school or through textbooks. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop, or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. They are a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. You can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. I started Rosetta Stone and my Spanish skills have definitely improved. I can now say muchas gracias. It's really a better way of learning a language. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Comedy Bang Bang listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash comedy. That's rosettastone.com slash comedy.